this is Nerd Thug Radio. Woo! Welcome Woo! back. We're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's episode 60 of Nerd Thug Radio, if anybody is keeping count out there. Look at that, we got the counter out of the way right Get away. Get the counter going. I think Nico should create a counter for the YouTube stuff. Do you? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, that. yeah. Let's just put like so many graphics on the YouTube that you can't even see us anymore. That'd be great. It'd be like a NASCAR or fire suit, right? Or the old school UFC. Um, yeah, like box trunks. Like the flag that flew behind him with like right, thirty right, things right, on right, it. Right, right. Who, whoever heard of Dave's beef jerky? Wow, you've <laughs> heard of it now. That's right. They gave us twenty dollars. It's on the flag. Before we kick off this historic episode sixty, Corey DLG, why don't you tell us about our friends over at Space Cadets Gaming? Gaming. That's right. They're one of our sponsors here, and with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon league in Texas in various events every day, and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. In Oak Ridge. I just like to I know. correct you. You know, every time you come in and you say, welcome back, I always feel like someone who, like, they're like, did I miss a segment? Welcome. <laughs> you did, though. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're doing welcome back. Mm, mm, mm. So, uh, boys and girls, anything exciting happen this week? Um. Yeah, I wound up having to defend a 15-year-old girl. You did. That was, that was quite interesting. Yeah. We, we conversed about it off camera yeah. earlier in the week. As everyone knows, we talk... Way too much every day. Yep. So uh, go ahead. Why don't you just... You're basically like my diary. Get it off your chest, man. Go yeah. for it. So, okay. You know what? I've got the biggest microphone in the argument, so I guess I win, right? That's how Correct. it goes? You do. So, and, and really, this person... Okay. So it's the Catch Me Outside girl. I don't remember her name. Jessica, Angela, whatever, whoever. Whatever. Yeah. And you can look it up while I'm talking here. Right. I don't know her name, though. But anyway, she doesn't really need anyone to defend her. She's making lots of money. She's got, what'd you say, 10 million, do- 10 10 million Instagram million followers? Instagram followers so she's taken care of she's 14 right and so she's going on this tour right now where she's apparently going to do something and i don't know what no one knows what it is i think sing i'm not sure someone sent me a link but i forgot to watch it i don't dj maybe i don't dance i'm not sure i don't know what talents this girl does or doesn't have comedy danielle danielle okay so so danielle's gonna go on tour and do some stuff and as everyone knows she was made famous by the dr phil show she was an unruly kid that the mother couldn't control. By the way, when she was on the show, she was like 13. Right. So my first issue with that is that's more about the parent not being able to control a kid than it is about a kid being unruly. Like, if someone's 13, you oh. can make them do whatever you want. Post Seablade. So, I mean, that's my first issue with that. I don't, I don't, everyone's like, oh, she's a brat and she's, she's a bad role model. And it's Corey like, DLG, parenting 101. Right. I don't have kids, so I know what that means. I know most parents are like, oh, I don't even have to listen to you because you're stupid. But. If, if, but, here, like, but control your kids, right? Control your kids, man. Like run your family properly. And Dr. Phil doesn't have to help because he's not even a real doctor. She said his name is Phil, right? She said something on the show. Cash me outside. How about that to somebody? And it went viral, it went viral. Memes were born, right? YouTube went crazy. She's now social um, media made her famous, right? She's now an internet celebrity, essentially. Correct. She's internet famous. And so internet famous Danielle is going on a tour. House of Blues here in Houston booked her. 
They did. Um, and basically what happened is people complained. And they complained so loudly that House of Blues backed off Said, and canceled uh-uh. the booking. No, no, no. Not today. Now, I have a couple issues with that. The first one being, if you ever look at uh, House of Blues' schedule for like the upcoming month and stuff, it is some just horrible acts. Weird. A lot of cover bands. It's tons of cover bands. Fake Fighters was one. Um, just insane. There was stuff. there was one called Thunder Thighs, and it was a tribute to George Michaels. Like, there's all kinds of bizarre things that they book, and so that's the first thing I'm pointing. I was in this. Sadly, I was in another Facebook argument. I can't help sadly. myself. I'm addicted. I know. You get like five a, a day. I have a problem. I know you that. do have an issue. You should go to like therapy, maybe a support group. Here's the. I maybe just, you should Facebook, go see Doctor Phil. Facebook Fighters Anonymous. <laughs> the I just, FFA. I just wish, I just wish everyone would be a little more honest. That's all. Like, just be honest with themselves. Because really what this is is fake outrage. Because people were at first were like, oh, House of Blues has no integrity. Why would they book her? They don't know anything. Like, she has no talent. And I said, well, wait a minute. Before we start saying who they should or shouldn't book based on talent, here's a list of some people that House of Blues has booked for the following month. Who have no talent. Who, who if they have any talent, it's probably not very good. They're literally doing a cover band while they, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, if you're a musician, you should be doing something a little bit something more than that, I would think. If Maybe. You're, if you're touring. If you're touring. Um, and so, like, you know, I, I pointed out all these acts that just, I don't know, one of them, I don't remember the, name, the full name, but he was a DJ, and it was like, it was like Ski Mask the Slump God was literally the name of the act. And Boss. So you're going to tell me, you're going to tell me the Cash Mouth Side Girl can't play the same stage as Ski Mask the Slump God? Like, yeah, no, nope, Ski she, Mask the Slump God is no, she, very upset with you. No, she can't. Also, just so you know how great the House of Blues is, Tuesday's open mic night. Nice. So I like it. There's literally no bottom because there's no telling who's going to show up on the stage. Nice. Wild Thing Restaurant has an open mic night on Wednesdays. Oh, our, our friends and sponsors. Right. So House of Blues has no idea what they're doing. Open mic night. They do cancel your, due to peer pressure, though, and I, and everyone's like, oh, the free market won. And I said, well, no, that's not really the free market because the free market would just be people not buying tickets. Right. This is just people whining. The people who weren't going to buy tickets just complained really loud. And now the guy selling tickets feels bad. Like they bullied a 14-year-old girl out of her gig. How many of those people have probably used the phrase, cash me outside, how about that? Right. And that's the thing is everyone said it for a minute because everyone's an idiot. And it was on Snappy Chat. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. Everywhere. So the internet wants to make somebody famous. And now they're they, mad. Because, because she, they're famous. They're famous. Because they capitalize on it. Right. I don't blame this girl one bit for doing anything she's done. I don't either. So then then the argument was, oh, well, she's a bad role model. She she sends a bad message to kids. And I said, I remember being a freshman in high school and hearing people say that about Britney Spears in the, in the schoolgirl outfit. Right. I remember people saying that about Madonna. I remember people saying that about Eminem, about the language he uses and how he talks about women in his right, raps. Right, right, right. Uh, Elton John, when he came out, there were people who said, oh, he's a bad role model and influence on people. Like... That's a bogus argument right. because no, really all you're doing is you're using it to say that they don't represent your values. Correct. That's fine. They don't have to. They're representing. It. Did you even watch the Dr. Phil episode? No. Nope. Right. <laughs> so anyway, I pointed that out, like all these other famous people. And so then the response was, oh, but those people are talented enough to overcome it. And I said, well, how do we know if this girl's talented or not? We just booed her off stage before she started. Right. Way to go, Houston. And so then the reply was, it doesn't matter how talented someone is. I don't want that person on stage. I said, well, let's just do this. Let's just say you hate her. Don't say that she has no talent, that House of Blues has no integrity. Don't say that she's a bad role model. You dislike her and you would not like to see her perform. Right. Just say that I wish she would go away and leave it at that. Because there's tons of stuff I wish would go away. When One Direction broke up, I had a party at my house. We did. Because I was thrilled. 
Kegger. Um, like, there's tons of things I don't like that are out there, but I don't waste time. Taylor Swift, pitchforks. Shut your right. mouth. You shut your mouth. I don't I like love, her out there. I love Taylor Swift. I bet you do. Taylor, you go on, girl. You do your thing. She's got lots of friends. She does have lots of friends. Famous can't, friends. Can't hold down a guy, though. It's all right, but Taylor. Yeah. I can't so, hold down a lady. You keep your head up. If the internet makes someone famous, and then they take that and they run with it, it's their 10 minutes of fame. You run it as far as you can and get the most out of it. I don't blame this chick one bit. Either. Anything she's doing. And I, but and then I, we're gonna we're gonna crucify this chick because she said catch me outside about that and she's like when she was her like mom. thirteen and then it was right. a meme like two years later right and she's like now she's got followers it was like twelve I think she was like twelve at the time I think she's fifteen now and this was two years ago so twelve or thirteen who One knows the, so, who cares ten million followers the city of Houston doesn't think that she should be on right on she, the House fair, of Blues. The city of Houston is four million people this is a very small minority I mean right and that was the third largest state. Or third large, yeah, the third largest city in the world, or in the United States. I don't know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, you, I'm yeah. so confused I, right now. I think we're somewhere between third and fifth. Third I know, I fifth. know we're the third largest state. I don't. I think Houston's somewhere between third. It's and not fifth. like they're putting her on stage with the Houston Symphony, and it's not Jones like, Hall, or anything. It's not like anyone said that she's the House of Blues. It's not like anyone said, "Hey, come listen to this really important person." They just said she's going to play on a Thursday. By the way, there's open nights on House of Blues where nothing's booked. Maybe she was so, going to motivational speak. You never know. She could have been like, "I turn my failures into successes." Cash me outside, how about that? Right. I'm a millionaire. Woo, and then that was the entire dollars. show. And that was it. Right. Also, and then somebody else came out and sang. And then yeah. she came back out and right. said, cash me outside, how about that? And right. Then she walked it could, back. Have been, it could have been a variety hour. Right. Yeah. That would have been okay. Also, I, people, I are, gone. people are mad that her writer is quote-unquote extravagant, and they listed it. Like, it's it's specific. Like, she wants only Fruit of the Loom cotton tank tops. Nice. Um, she wants <laughs> Walmart brand, baby. Very specific. She only wants to stay at four-star hotels, and she wants uh, $750 of walking around money. She wants $1,000 for security. Um, okay. I mean, these are all, like, look, if House of Blues says you, like, if you're running a tour and House of Blues says, do you want to play here, hand us your rider, why wouldn't you have a rider? Why wouldn't you put things down? Right. Like, I mean... We're not the only city that was going to book her. I mean, right. She's, she's got a tour going on. So she does. She's doing something similar. I think similar it was four, right. four Domino's pizzas. Like, Why not? Why not? Let's go for it, man. Cheese. Canadian bacon. Right. Pineapple and jalapeno. No, there's no pineapple on pizza. That's a rule. It's not a rule. You don't uh, make rules. Gordon Ramsay said you don't put pineapple on pizza. I don't pizza. care about Gordon Ramsay. Ooh, I care I, about Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't say that out loud, man. I'll throat punch Gordon Ramsay. Oh, man. I don't think that's a good idea. I'll do He'll it. He'll fight you to the death. He I'll will. do it. And he's going to cook you a great meal afterwards. <sighs> don't bring a knife to a gunfight, boys. Man, if Gordon Ramsay kills you, I'm going to eat at your wake. Don't <laughs> bring a knife fight to a gunfight. Don't. A knife fight. Yeah, you bring a whole that. fight to another bring fight. Bring that, Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I don't like. Not only will he not bring that, that's not proper English. He doesn't scare me at all. Really? None of. Because no he's bit. one of the few people on the planet that scares me. Why? Just because he yells at people? No, because he's so good at it. <laughs> he's so and? good at yelling at people that I think that somewhere deep inside there's a crazy person you trying know how to get many out. Teachers yelled at me throughout my entire life. Yeah, but life. teachers are bad at it. They like, didn't. Some of them were pretty good because some other kids craved, and they caved under pressure. This guy, no. See, yelling doesn't bother me. I, I get enough yelling. Yelling doesn't I bother hear me. I a lot of yelling. Yelling doesn't bother me per se, but he's got a way of yelling and then putting like a really good insult in the... If someone's very yeah. witty, that to me is impressive, and he does it on the fly angrily. Like, come on, man. When we get angry, we can't even use our words right. And that guy's like, 
He's turning snakes into he's hockey cut, pucks. He's cutting edge. He's, I yeah, he's making puns punch. and stuff. Gordon Ramsay. I don't know. That's if a pretty good I skill. Have to. So anyway, charity I, next charity event. Gordon Ramsay of you, Joey Savage. Do it. I'll do it. So anyway, I, so anyways, I wasted time defending the Cash Mouse Girl. I was that guy. But yeah. I just we just wasted your segment. I know. And we gotta jump out to a break. Just be honest, people. Be honest. When we come back, maybe we'll talk nerdy. Maybe I'll throw punch Gordon Ramsay. <clears throat> Nerd Dog Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, it's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, the kids need to get out of the house and need a place to go. Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and in various events every day and especially the weekends. Dungeons and Dragons, Family Game Night, and other various events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. This is Elle Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, fresh off a of throat putting Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. So from throat punch to throat punt? Yeah, throat punt. Throat that's, punt? That's a kick. That, that's no, a kick to thanks the for clearing that up. I, I've actually Just seen a football so game before. so you guys before. know, that is a kick. And a pint's a cup. It is. <laughs> You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. It's the station. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. The podcast is going to drop tomorrow. Check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Or uh, NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah. Corey. What? Take it away. All right, guys. Let me give you guys a little bit of information about introductory hypnosis training. It's going to be July 14th through the 16th. It's open to everyone interested in learning hypnosis. For more information, call 281-336-0201 or email info.cchoston at gmail.com. Hypnosis is an incredible way to make changes in a life. It can help increase physical performance, break habits, quit smoking, or gain motivation to achieve goals and dreams, stop procrastination. It can help someone uh, improve their life and finally have the happiness they may desire. If you'd like to learn to change thoughts or create a better world, learn hypnosis July 14th through 16th. Gordon Ramsay needs to learn hypnosis. Maybe That's right. yelling at people. That's 281-336-0201 or info.cchoston at gmail.com. Maybe I won't have to throat wow. punch slash punt him if he learned hypnosis. Yeah, um, I don't think you have to, and I, I'm willing to wager there's people who won't let you. I'm not afraid. I'm the big bad wolf. <laughs> People on the radio miss so much that happens in studio that goes on the YouTube. If you ever get a chance, check out the YouTube. We do a mediocre job of putting up a subpar product. I do an excellent um, job. We'll blame the mediocre part on the producer. Um, but what are you roasting me for? Yeah. <laughs> I'm roasting you. You like Gordon Ramsay? You get roasted. He's not the one who just did the saddest arm pump ever. Like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, world. Fear all five foot nine of him. Oh, man. Joey we'll Savage. The savage. Uh. <laughs> so, boys. Yes. Netflix. Uh-oh. The Punisher. Yes. This November. Oh, uh, okay. What do you think we can expect, Corey D. L. 
Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Worst so, show of the season. Okay. No way. No, Jay Barenthal's in it. It's, it's going to be some stuff. Yeah, John Berthanol is... Is it uh, Berthanol? Because that sounds yeah. like an alcohol. It is. It does. Berthanol. Don't get too close to flames with that thing. You know Woo! what I'm saying? I'm um, on fire. So, my first thought is there will be violence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's Punisher. Never would have guessed. Violence. There will, okay. There will be guns. Who do you think the big bad's going to be? Oh, man. What I, do they do here? The Daredevil. No. No. That'd be, I mean, I don't know. Nope. Um, what if Tom Holland's like, hey, I'll show up for like three episodes? Not happening. So. Spider-Man. Who's, Spider-Man. Who, who's, the big, who's the big bad, do you think? What I mean, story do they go here? It would, it would make perfect sense for Wilson Fisk to make a return. You think so? Because him and the Punisher had a really interesting little little exchange there. Moment. And then you found out during that season that the Kingpin was actually almost directly responsible for the death of his family. Right. It was the Kingpin and the mysterious drug lord who wound up being his old unit commander. Correct. Oh, Mundo. Uh, so, I mean, the Kingpin would make sense. Also, the Kingpin kind of plays a villainous role in in that universe, that street violence universe that yep. Daredevil and Punisher exist in. Um, the Punisher doesn't have a ton of reoccurring villains. He just because goes he, after everybody. Because he, he kills them. Right. Um, Jigsaw for a long time was one. I think Jigsaw's going to be the man. In this one. Um, and what'll, what'll have to happen you is... heard it from the Savage's mouth. Jigsaw. He's going to have to cut someone's face up. Chica-chica. Is that... Was that your cut up Chica-chica. noise? Yeah. Boy, you are physically intimidating. I know. You are a scary, scary You man. should be scared. I'm terrified. You should be scared that of one... me. He's got a bandana and a black shirt. I'm spooked. All right. And I'm a state sparring champion. Chica-chica. I feel like just no one else showed up that day. Though. No, there was tons of people there. Yeah, to watch like their kids do stuff. Nope. Like, <laughs> I was watching my kids do stuff, and then I went and kicked some butt. Chica-chica. And then someone handed you a trophy, and like, hey, no one else showed up. You won. It's like, wow, you're awesome. Chica-chica. Stop. <laughs> like That's the theme of this week's show. Candy bars aren't even afraid of you. Like I don't even know what to say right now. You're afraid. A Kit Kat wouldn't take a break you're around sh- you. You're shaking right now. <laughs> you're shaking. Look, I can see uh, you shaking. I'm laughing. Nope, that's um, okay. called shaking. <laughs> There's lots of like one-off Shaking Punisher villains. There was a guy called Barracuda who was like this big scary gangster Ooh, guy. Barracuda. And they had a really Chica-chica. great violent fight where like they hurt each other really really bad. That sounds fun. And then the Punisher threw him into water with sharks. <laughs> uh, Barracuda. Barracuda and... couldn't swim. Nope. Couldn't well, survive the sharks. And I'm a sharks in the water. No, I don't think anybody survives that. Unless your name's like Puff Adder. Yeah, I saw a preview of a movie the other day that I think is going to be terrifying. Okay, go for it. Demon uh, Bear. 47 meters down. Also known as uh, Jaws 7. Yeah, no, that's true. We were walking by with Dad, and he was like, are they making another Jaws movie? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Megalodon. Pretty much. Man, oh, that, they're actually making that. Mega Shark? That's actually happening oh. with Jason Statham. There's also a Sharknado 7 coming out, or whatever the next is, one is. Is Ian Ziering and Tara Reid going to be <laughs> in it? yeah. I don't understand how they get Tara Reid sober long enough to do her lines. That's the only... Hey, no, it's Sharknado. Isn't. That's the point. <laughs> oh, well, it's Sharknado. That's a bit. But yeah, so anyway, the uh, the premise is that these girls are on vacation. They get in a shark cage. They chum the water and there's sharks everywhere. And then the shark cage cable snaps and it falls to the floor of the ocean. They're well, they're dead. And they're 47 meters down. Well, they have... They had like scuba gear on them because the cage is in the water. Okay. So now they have like two hours worth nope. of air. They'd be dead. They're and dead. Because sharks, the change in pressure is like, too great. In they're, a short certain time. Right. they're done. Yeah, what, 47 meters down, what is that? 140 feet? 150 feet? That's way feet? more than that. 
No, because a meter is about three feet. A meter and a yard. A yard? A yard and a meter are similar. Hit me with it, Nico. I got you. Hold on. Nico's got this to show okay. you how wrong you are. I mean, they're they're pretty close. So 147. No. So 47 meters should should be between like 120 and 140 feet, I think. What you got, Nico? All right, here we go. Pulling it up, loading. Here uh, we go. 154. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't, so, yeah. That's one meter. No, no. That's, that's 47. Oh, that's, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to be underwater. And I know, so the pressure's going to be intense there, but done. also now there's a bunch of sharks circling between you and the boat, and you've got to get 150 feet yeah, done. through the water. Done movie. They don't survive. You don't, That's it. They're no. dead. The two yeah. girls are dead. They're done. So they, you know, they have like a little radio, because you know how they have like the, the walkie-talkies and, okay. the, and the things now? And so the guys, in the preview, the guys like, we're going to send down some more air tanks, but uh, that just lures the sharks right to the cage. Yeah, so. dead. That yeah. movie could be like a 10-minute short. Anyway, the two girls in are, are, are fa- fairly attractive, famous girls. I think one of them's Mandy Moore, I think, actually. What has she been doing with her life? Oh, I know. Shark movies. Right. Shark. She's hit on that Tara Reid level. But this one's, like, in theaters, though. Tara Reid hasn't been in theaters in about 10 years. I mean, she probably bought That movie would have been a bunch, much better if it was, like, two Kardashian sisters. They were in the cage. No, because no one would want them to get out. Everyone would go watch it. Like, you would call that one, like... Everyone would watch like, that. You would call it, like, Shark Fest, and the tagline would be, like, Root for the Shark. Uh, yeah, these girls aren't going to make it out. So they just die? Some, final answer? Yeah. Final answer. Final answer, Dead. they die. And or, and or severe dismemberment. Right. Well, I got to think, once you start bleeding in the water, it's all downhill. So, like, if it's they get you at all... You're done for. Yeah, yeah. Their only hope is that the sharks turn on each other. Slim to none. Yeah, you know, you never really see sharks do that. Nope. They'll fight each other. But Did you see know. that story uh, that happened last week? Oh. The guy, some, some old chap, he's got, like, a 12-foot boat. And a nine-foot great white shark jumped up in the boat. I did. I did hear this. An old man just stayed cool like a cucumber. Seven-year-old man hanging just out. Chilling just, out with the shark. Yeah. Didn't get nipped or nothing. You know what he did, though? The shark died. You know, well, yeah, because it's in the boat now and it can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. can't you know what breathe. he did? This is, how he, this is how he survived. He, uh, he told him stories. Yeah, he read stories to the shark. He was like, let me tell you when I was young. Let me tell and the you shark was like, I'm just going to die. Forget it. Yeah, Forget man. it. I'm just going to die. This is the end of me, boys. It was like talking to someone else's grandfather. You ever do that? Like, not your grandfather, but someone else's grandfather. Oh, yeah, grandfather. I love doing that. See, to me, that's the worst. That's one of my favorite things to do. Oh, I no. love You get so much insight people. on people's lives. I love talking to old guys. I did man, t- they got so many cool stories. Not so much old women. Old guys, for sure. Yeah, I know what you're into. They got lots of good stories. I, I, to me, it was always the worst. Uh, when I was in sales, that was the hardest thing for me to do was pretend to care what the old people had to say. And... I imagine it'd be Learn hard for you to elders. predict what anybody had to say. It is. It is. Wait, wait, you stop talking. I'm, I'm the right. salesman. I'm going to talk. Hang on. Now. Listen. Let me listen. tell you about my Facebook fight I just got in. Right. Where I Check saved the cash out. me outside girl. So anyway, someone said this about the president. And I, and said, I was like, what? what? And, and then, then I, I said, said this. Uh, this. And then I said, chicka chicka. Conversation yeah, over. Nailed it. See? Sale dropped. Finally got, him, <laughs> finally, finally got him to stop talking. When I did chicka chicka, they were like, I better buy this car right now. Like, you know what? That's the guy. I'll upgrade, actually. <laughs> I'll the deluxe upgrade. package. Give me the moonroof. You know you know what was most unfortunate about working at CarMax was no matter what car you sold, you got the same amount of money. Yeah. And I say that most unfortunate, like, that made it easy for me to sell because I could tell people that. And I would be like, look, I don't care if I sell you a Lexus or a Kia. Right. If you're happy and we make a deal, then I get paid. So that's all that matters to Done me. Done deal. So they liked that. But to me personally, sometimes we'd, be, we'd sell, like, a $50,000 car, and I'd be like, did I really just make the same as if I sold a ten thousand? Like I don't get anything extra for this. That happens so, to me. So I one just, of my I just let someone pay way more than they should have for this car. One of my first like attempts at sales ever. I was a young twenty-one-year-old lad working at the Academy Sports and Outdoors. Oh nice. And, uh, no like, commission there. No commission. No commission there. <laughs> they're like, we're gonna stick you into fitness equipment. 
hell? Go sell stuff. What? And so just being me, I made it my personal victory just to sell stuff. Right. And I sold so much stuff and I got nothing off of it. Right. But that would that'd be my lead. Listen, I'm not getting commission off of this at all. I get paid seven fifty an hour. But this is the best treadmill you can get right <laughs> here. I can care less if Academy makes any money. But if you're gonna get a treadmill, you might as well buy this one. Spin for the bells and whistles. <laughs> it has a cup holder. Yeah. You it can put your drink a, in it. Dude, you know what I saw? So I was at the Sam's Club. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is already a good story. Yeah. Uh, and they had this thing for sale, and it was like a, uh, a bike you sit down on, and you can pedal. But then there was a desk over it, so you could, like, pedal while you're working. You can work and exercise at the same time. Oh. That's pretty dope. That is kind of cool. That's kind of a smart idea. So yeah. like, at really big companies that care about their employees, not anywhere we've ever worked, but at really big companies that care about their employees, they'll have the ergonomic desks right, right. where you can actually stand and the whole desk will raise up. Right, right, it's right. On, it's all on like a pump. And so you could stand because they it's actually tell you pump. they actually tell you, you should stand about 10 minutes an hour if you're going to be sitting all day. Right. That's the health thing to do. Healthy thing to so do. So then they'll have a, like a health safety person who like walks around and is like, hey, have you, stand ha- up. have you been standing for 10 minutes? They walk around with a whip and what? stand up. Um, It's probably like down a notch from oh. there. It's probably not. Is it Gordon Ramsay walking around telling everybody to stand up? No, it's probably like his, uh, his wife who sounds really nice when she's on TV. Like she's the counterbalance. Oh, okay. So, but yeah. So anyway, they have desks that rise up, kind of like the exercise bike. Well, cool. Well, let's rise up to a break. Oh, okay. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk more Nerd Thug Radio. Whoop whoop. There's the music. Yes, Nerd Thug Radio. Ta-da. Hey, Conroe, Corey DLG here to let you know about Wild Things Bar and Grill, a modern day rustic saloon with all American charm. They're the premier family-friendly sports bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, proudly welcoming Conroe to their ambient atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. That's Wild Thing Restaurant at 1488 and I-45. Wild Thing, easy on the eyes. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Nerd Thug Radio. Nerd Thug Radio. I wish the music wouldn't stop there. God, you killed that. There it is. Keep going. <laughs> Just let it run through. You listen to Nerd Thug Radio on Conos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations worldwide at rrlonestar.com. There we go. That's, uh, that sounded better. I was a robot. Yeah, you were. I did a robot voice. It's me, robot here. Hey, uh, I'm the cat robot. Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Robot DLG. <laughs> robot DLG. I knew it. I knew you were going to do something. I dumb. knew it. I knew he was a robot. <laughs> all right, so guys, step into Wild Thing Bar and Grill. It's the modern day music rustic saloon in all American charm. They've got cold beer, cold drinks, good looking females, and the best food in town. 1488 I-45. The best sports bar, family-friendly, Conroe Woodlands area. All right. Wild yes. things. Great Woo. views. Great views. I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to go straight up. This I know. I saw you. Straight like, up. Like, I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm doing it. I'm going live. Going live. We'll do it live. Doing it live. Thanks, Bill. So let me tell you. What does that even mean? <laughs> now that school's out. Yes. Traffic. Is amazing. It is nice. I love summer driving. And then let me rephrase that. I don't want to kill myself driving downtown every day right now. <laughs> However, I have a bone to pick with all you drivers. Yeah. All in the Houston area. Yeah. 
I also have bones to pick with all of you. If we are going south and there is a wreck on the north side of the freeway. Stop. Everyone stop and watch it. There is no need for us to stop at all. Everyone stop. Keep on about your daily lives. If you're on the far right lane, stop. Block the rest of the lanes. Go over there. Watch it. Take Snapchat photos. I mean, it drives me insane when I'm in traffic and come to find out the wreck isn't even on our side of the road. Right. But how are you going to know who's dead if you don't pull over and watch? You could read Montgomery County Police Reporter. The Conroe Courier, Houston Chronicle, Facebook will have it. Trust me. Do you know, do you know where you screwed up? Where? You said read. Because do you know yeah. what I'm not going to do? Read. You know what I will do? Stop all the traffic. Yeah, you're probably one causing the wreck with all your Facebook fights, not paying attention I'm to just driving. Just typing on the driver. You're a communist. And then, like, accidents. Yeah, man. Swiping people off the road. Just, there's nothing worse than sitting in traffic to come to find out that it's not even on your side of the road. But, Joey, what if I want to watch someone bleed to death? No. Have some respect for those people. But, Joey, you're not even I, don't have anywhere, anything. I don't have anywhere to be for the next 20 minutes. You're not even going to see anything. But, Joey, it's interesting. It's not interesting. But, Joey, you know I like being nosy in other people's lives. I know you do. Facebook fighting. But, Joey. <laughs> you know what? That's my obnoxious driver voice. Is it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that, that was just your normal Corey voice. Yeah, I thought that was just Chicka-chicka. Corey Deluxe. <laughs> you know, if I leave, there's no one that can, like, fill this void. Corey Deluxe. Sure. We'll just bring Zach over. Yeah. Till we fight, like. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> till he starts yelling at me. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I quit, too. I, I miss Corey. Super Smashing Boys is back on. <laughs> yeah, and then we just take over the show. Man, that would be just a great show if somebody would commit to doing it. Man, if only someone had so much free time that they could right. actually do something. That would be cool. Yeah. That's weird. I guess they don't. Super booked. Very busy. Yes. Yep. They're busy four I gotta, hours. I got to drive in the traffic now because I can drive. Mm-hmm. They're busy four mm-hmm. hours a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. And the rest of those 19, Sleeping. driving and napping. Sleeping. Driving and napping. No free time. Zero. So last week, but Joey, Marvel released a PlayStation game. Did you downloaded it? I did. I downloaded and played it. Have you been able to play it yet? I, I did. Uh, tell me. Tell us about it. What is it? So what do they wind up calling it? Marvel Heroes Omega or something like that? Marvel Omega. Marvel Omega. Omega. Um, Omega Prime. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's I. It's the exact same game that's the free for all Marvel Universe game on the computers. They okay. simply ported it over. Ported it over to the PS4. Right. So for those who don't know. Um, it's kind of a top-down view. It's not a very big view of the hero. Your hero is kind of pretty smallish, actually. Teeny tiny. Um, and you just are running around, just smashing buttons, blowing stuff up, and you just keep going on these little missions. And it just kind of takes you all over the Marvel universe. There's about—is it turn-based fighting or no, open no, no, world? no? It's open. It's what's well, not open. Open world. It's it's a guided map, but it's real time. Real time. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. It's, it's action. It's actiony. Um, it would be fun. Like, let's say you're you're one of those guys who has friends online, and okay. you're like, hey, we Not every us. no, and every Tuesday you you play a game or something. Okay, okay. This would be one of those games. Where you'd be like, hey, let's uh let's all play the free Marble game this week. And somebody, like, yeah, okay, cool. There's about 20 characters that looks like they're that you're able to unlock for free. Okay. However, there are numerous packages they have in the PlayStation Store that you could purchase that will unlock a large bundle of characters. Pretty expensive stuff. Yeah, though, they were like told me. 49.99 or 54.99 something like Eesh. that. Oh, that's heavy. Eesh. So this this free game just became $60 for just the Avengers pack. So it was just the Avengers characters were 54.99 and then what just if I the X-Men. Play the Ghost Rider. So uh, actually all enough, I think he was one of the 20 if I remember right. One hey, of the free ones. Just one? kidding. Yeah, it was kind of a weird combination With or without motorcycle slash car bike whatever uh, which one he's just gonna be walking around oh 
chain and with they have them? various skins so you could actually do a couple different oh okay yeah different uh, ghost riders yeah um well, what if i want to be the 2099 one that one wasn't that's was a good voice that was a good voice do it again why that's pretty go. good yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. that would be like a like a funny cartoon character yes anyway um yes. it's it's all right look for a free game you can't really complain. How long did it take you to download said free game? Man, that's just the PlayStation stuff, though. It takes forever to download anything. Forever. When I first clicked on it, it was it's like true. It was like 19 hours to completion. And I was like, oh. holy jeez. So I watched the TV. I jumped back to it. And it was like three hours to completion. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's not bad. I actually, We're moving. I actually played like an hour and a half that night. Yeah. And by then, I decided I would probably never play it again. <laughs> um, I'm done. It's not that and it's uninstalled. Like, it's not that it's bad. It's just that. I don't know. It's not challenging, not your, visually graphic for right, you. Right, yeah. It's not visually stunning, and it's not exciting, really. Like, if, yeah, four of us are sitting around just BSing, having some beers and playing, it's a game we could definitely do. Right. But otherwise, nah. Not so much, huh? Nah. Nah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was one. Game review by Corey. Nah. Yeah. Nah. We should have saved that for the casual sexy gamer in five weeks. Well, I, I, know. I give it, I give it two. Nah. Nah. Yeah, I was I was contemplating downloading it, but then you were like, "I'll do it." I said, "Okay, good. Save yeah. me the trouble." Uh, I was I was worried about the characters. I really thought it was going to be the free ones were going to be all your not so important ones, your C string. <laughs> it's a very team. It's a very weird list. So it's there, like there's some mainstays like Captain America, Hulk, Wolverine, um, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, I guess. Yeah, Captain Marvel. Um, then there's some weird ones. Beast, Psylocke, Iceman, Cyclops. Some X-Men. Uh, hey. Then there were like... Uh, Triathlon. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Justice. Um, no. And Battlestar. Ghost Rider was one. And then there's Loki. Then Man, there's, I'm trying to recall. Then there's Reptile. Yeah. And then there's Speedball. It wasn't... Uh, Nova was one of them. That makes sense. There were, like I said, it was about 20. And there and was it's a, White Tiger. It's a very odd... Black Panther is one of them. It's a very odd mix. Um... Fight the power. It's I don't know. Like it, it sounds like it's just a lot of more like hush kind hush. of known characters though. Yeah, it's, I think so. I think these are probably their most like I mean if if you if you were to name all those characters, some like the general person would be like, Yeah, I know who that is. I know yeah. who that is. Yeah, you would only have to explain a few of them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's these most of these characters would be they would be like, Oh yeah, he's in like two movies. I know who that guy is. I know yeah. that guy. Ghost Rider, that's Nicolas Cage, right? Right. That's <laughs> the Nicolas Cage. That's a great Ghost Rider movie. No, it's, there's oh, no yeah, such thing as a so great Ghost Rider movie. Yes. What do you mean? It was perfect. The first <laughs> one was great. It was ahead of its so time bad. and still good. No, it was, yeah, it's way ahead of its time because it's still not good. Still, <laughs> it was excellent. Man, you know what's weird to think about? No. Is Nick Cage has blown like $130 million and he still makes movies and he's still broke. Like, I don't understand that part. Well, when you buy islands and crystal Dinosaur skulls. Dinosaur skulls. Uh, by the way, that skull was stolen and he had to give it to a museum. Right. Oh, spent, so, I, think, I think he spent $20 million on it in an auction. And then had to give it right back. So yeah, 20 million yeah. blown. And I don't think I don't think you got a, I don't think they do refunds at auction. There goes your ghost rider money. Oh, Out the no. window. Um and then like I think it's something like four yachts that he's owned. Um <laughs> he also repossessed. Uh, he also went ahead and bought his own uh crypt in New Orleans. Nice, very good. Paid premium money for it. I believe they had to relocate someone out of it uh, oh um, that's a little that's a little weird new orleans does that though they're very limited in their new orleans is below sea level yeah so they're limited in space already because it's a small city right and it's packed mm -hmm. and then also there's i mean there's just not a lot and of people die people what are you gonna do when they yeah, die it's a yeah. steady flow that's true steady flow of death yeah oh that's unfortunate yeah death. that's real sad death 
Thanks, Gordon Ramsay puncher. That's a way to bring it down on that. Punch him <laughs> but, right um, in the face. But yeah, Nick, punch Nick him in Cage, the nuts. I mean, he's in a, like a bazillion movies. Like, if you IMDb Nick Cage, Con Air. they have like a second page Match of movies. Stick Man. No, we're not going to name movies he's in because we'd be here forever. Lord of War. Ghost Rider 1 and 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are really going to do this? <laughs> the Superman movie that didn't make. Right. He's in the documentary about it. <laughs> right. He's, a, he's, he's in one. two movies about a movie that didn't get made. Right. <laughs> um, like, it's just... That's next level. <laughs> that's, it is, man. And, like, uh, The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Disney, like... National Treasure movies, like he's just in a I don't ton think he was of in stuff. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yeah, he was. yeah, he's was the he? he's, he's the teacher. sorcerer. Oh, what's the one with John C. O'Reilly? Which one's that one? With something similar to that? Oh. I'm gonna look it up at the break. I think he's talking about like Vampire yeah. Academy or something. Yeah, something like that. Similar, not and congruent. I think Nick Cage even shows up in that. <laughs> he's an extra in one of the scenes of the, like at the bakery. He's like, oh look, it's Nick Cage playing Nick Cage. Yeah, you guys want to buy some galachis? Yeah, National Treasure, right? Who's right. all those? And they may they may make a third, and like those things actually do a ton of money. Yeah, that's because I watched every National Treasure Nick Treasure Cage at every school the man. I've ever been to. The, keep in mind, there's two of them, so calm down over there, Sparky. Yeah. No, but like every single time they're like, hey guys, we got National Treasure and well, National. Treasure too, and it's like, oh, man, there's, oh, man. There's, I'm not in. A, there's not a lot of movies that a school would be happy to air, but that one with so much history in it, at least it could be like what, which a fake history. Pseudo, I, um, a lot of the stuff they reference, the, the I believe, is actually was real. Him? No, that's Tom Hanks. But you know what's fun is just confusing him with other people in other right. movies. Are you sure that wasn't him? Are you sure that wasn't Nicolas Cage? And, and to be honest, no one can be 100% sure right. it wasn't him because he's in 100 movies. Philadelphia, that was Nick Cage, right? Right. Was, he the, was yeah. he the black lawyer? Who I was think he so. in that one? I, I, I I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I'm sure he was in Law and Order, too. Oh, yeah. Totally. Definitely, definitely sure. starred in, in the X-Files. Yes, yeah. That was definitely Nick Cage. <laughs> See, but you're doing TV, and Nick Cage is too good for TV. Is he? Um, I'm sure He's his agent would tell him he is. Movies. <laughs> Nick Cage is not too good for anything. There's his spending U- habits are too are too big for TV. So, hold on, Nick Cage just called said that he would fight Gordon Ramsay for me. Right. I don't need him to, but if, it's Nick Cage. Why if they not? made a movie about it. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> he would play he's, me he's in the movie. Theatrical release. So there's a YouTube clip, the same guy who does the the one where he's the publicist for Chris Brown. Right. He does one where he's the agent for uh for nice. Nick Cage. Nice, nice. Uh and it's it's about a minute and a half, but it's really funny because he's like, Okay, they've got one where you play a cat. And he goes, no, 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 let me finish. Because Nick Cage already goes, yes, I'll take it. He goes, let me finish. Burglar. I still want to do it. I'll do it. <laughs> From Cincinnati. I still want to do it. I'm like, in. It's like, I'm not even finished with the sentence. You've already taken the movie three times. You guys are in? Still in. We're going out to a break. When we come back, Nerd Thug Radio gets nerdy. All right, guys, let me give you guys a little bit of information about introductory hypnosis training. It's going to be July 14th through the 16th. It's open to everyone interested in learning hypnosis. For more information, call 281-336-0201 or email info.cchoston at gmail.com. Hypnosis is an incredible way to make changes in a life. It can help increase physical performance, break habits, quit smoking, or gain motivation to achieve goals and dreams. Stop procrastination. It can help someone uh, improve their life and finally have the happiness they may desire. If you'd like to learn to change thoughts or create a better world, learn hypnosis July 14th through 16th. Hey, this is Xander Genere. And this is Bonnie Gordon. And together we are the, the Library Bars. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Woohoo! On Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh-hoo. So, boys and girls, 
and all the universe out there of nerds. Last week we talked about Sony. They want to do their own little thing with the movies. Yes, the Venom yes we did. Stuff. Yes, we did. Um, I'm going to say true. Silver Sable, Black Cat. Final answer, true. Uh, I've got some news. Oh, okay. Uh, about Silver and Black. They cast you in it. Uh, they did. Okay. I am playing Sandman. Rhino. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, no. Um, so what they're saying is that I guess this is going to be in a world where there's no Spider-Man, no Peter Parker. Oh. However, oh. the way it's played out, we're going to get introduced to characters like Craven the Hunter. Yeah. Jessica Drew, who is Spider-Woman. Uh, Lonnie Lincoln, which is Tombstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just some... some characters um from the spider-man universe that'll be in this movie which seems to seem that they won't be like in the spider-man movie so how can spider-man how can craven the hunter exist without spider-man so this is the stupidest thing i've heard yet i hadn't heard this i didn't know this this is incredibly dumb right Um, this is why sony struggles to make good superhero movies possibly scorpion will will be in this exciting no Um, riveting no I'm being no. sarcastic. No! <laughs> uh, the tarantula? I don't like it. So we're just doing like, hey, guys. Remember Do you want me to read the plot Spider-Man's? of what they're saying the movie might be? Like? Please. Okay. Please. Seven years after Robot Master and his two henchmen, Scorpion and the tarantula, killed her father, Silver Sable is hired by the government to find Felisa, Felicia Hardy, the black cat, a master hacker and thief, has apparently stolen valuable secret information. She's hiding in the lawless and dangerous triple frontier area between Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil. Buenos Aires, Buenos Tardes. Mm-hmm. Buenos Tardes, <laughs> Brazil. Brazil. Asunción, Paraguay. <laughs> it's backwards in Spanish, right, Nico? No. Once there, Sable asks her old contact, the chameleon, to locate her. Chameleon. But it seems that the government are not the only ones looking for the black cat. It seems the black cat had made a deal with Robot Master... To save her father from Russian prison, and she's basically been genetically enhanced. What? Now the mad scientist wants his prized experiment back because his financer, cough, cough, Norbin Osborne, wants a return on his investment. This is the dumbest plot I've heard ever. Seems a little far out there, right? Seems terrible. Yeah. This is going to be like the worst two. I'm not even. I'm already out. You're out? I'm already out. Maybe we should uh, pitch him a, a story and rewrite it. No, because let them let them just make like seven terrible movies, and then Sony will just give up Spider Man completely. I don't think yeah. I don't think they'll be able to make seven terrible ones. Good, they shouldn't. They right. shouldn't even make this one. That is, I don't even want to like. Just do whatever you want to do. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I, I'm so upset. So with that being said, I'm making you mad. Like, okay, wait. No, okay, all right. Wait a minute. Bring it back up the court. So yeah, wait Bring it back. Okay, so you make a deal with Marvel Studios. To reinvent Spider-Man because you couldn't, you weren't happy with what you made. Right. You said, we did Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, which, by the way, awesome. And we're not happy with our end product, so you do it better, please. And Marvel said, deal. And then they do because, by all accounts, this Spider-Man movie is going to be awesome. Awesome. So now that they're making Spider-Man awesome for you because you co-own him, you're going to turn around and make a bunch of stuff using his characters, his universe, without him in it. Why? Just sit back and let Marvel make a bunch of Spider-Man stuff and make a killing off of it. They want to do more. By Corey. By Corey. They want to do more. No. 
No. This is where's where's Cashmouse Lad's mom right now? Where's Dr. Phil? <laughs> like somebody reined these morons in. I um, Are you kidding me? Like I thought it was really cool they cast Ed Hardy as Venom because I was like, how cool would it be to watch a bulked up Ed Hardy fight Tom Holland in all CGI through the city? But now it sounds like none of these are going to be connected. Right. So So then why even make a Venom movie? Why not just make creepy alien Tom Hardy movie? Like why do you even call it Venom? Um, this is going to be, be carnage. Agent Venom. No, just just do but it doesn't even like you could literally do anything right here. You could be like, "Hey, aliens crash landed here in 1955 in Roswell, and now we're going to use their DNA to enhance Tom Hardy." And you have your own movie, your own property even. You don't even need Venom. You don't even have to pay Marvel their 5%. I love this right now. That is so stupid. I love this rant. Keep going. <sighs> no, no, don't stop. No, I just... Don't like, stop. Just go. So now come you're, on, okay, so now you're using, you're using Tarantula, it. Scorpion, yeah, come on. Tombstone... Uh, Craven who, the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Chameleon. Chameleon. Robot Master. So you're using... Right there, that's like five really big Spider-Man villains. Right, right, that, right. That could, that could give you like three perfectly good Marvel movies oh, yeah. right there. Craven the Hunter would be a great movie. That would be. It'd be an even funnier one if they do the ultimate version where he doesn't have any powers and Spider-Man right. thinks he does and Spider-Man punches him once and hurts him. And he's like, wait, he he's Is a he normal guy? A guy? Well, that one would be cool because then you wouldn't have to do a bunch of CGI type right. stuff because of his costume. He's, and you could build he's a hunter. Him, you could build him up all movies as this great tracking hunting guy and like yeah. his like you think that's the finale of the movie and it's a one punch and then the real villain shows back up and you're like, oh man. Then here comes the robot master. But like in, in Black Cat's story is so intrinsically involved in the Spider-Man universe. Yep. Like she's a she's another counter to Mary Jane, so, so there's like a romantic rival. Like it doesn't even and Silver Sable, that's such a key thing to the Marvel universe. She has the wild pack, like this she's a Nazi hunter. Like none of this makes any sense. What this is stupid. <laughs> and then they're gonna put Silver Sable into the Wild Frontier, which was Nazi country. And she's not even going to be hunting Nazis. She's going to be hunting Felicia Hardy. But right. it doesn't even make sense. Felicia Hardy doesn't even speak Spanish. Nope. She's hiding out down there, though. Uh, she could be hiding in Detroit. It she's even hiding matter. down there in the Sushon, Paraguay. Jungles. Like, Brasilia, Brazil. They Buenos just, Aires, They just want to cast somebody really hot and do like a bikini scene. That's yeah, all they're looking it. to do right there. Well, let's just go big. Like, I don't... This is stupid. This really... It really is dumb. I don't understand this at all. So, does it make you more excited about Venom? No. It makes me 10 times less excited now. Like, now it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't really, right? Right. Cause, but Norman Osborn's there. Who cares? Just you could, <laughs> you could literally make Nick Cage a rich guy and have him be the bad guy here. Like, oh, it wouldn't even matter. Nick Cage could be Norman Osborn. Oh, Why not? Boom, right here. He could be Dave Osborn. It doesn't matter. It's Nailed irrelevant. It. <laughs> Nailed Nick it. Nick Cage should be every villain. Yeah. Right. He's, he's all the Spider-Man villains in a non-Spider-Man universe. That's awesome. I would watch that. Nick Cage I would, too. <laughs> like, what if they made him the chameleon and scorpion and tarantula, yeah. and it's, like, all Nick Cage's face because they're all just clones of the same guy? Right. Like, that. Oh, genius. That's already a better movie than the one they're making. Was Nick Cage in Face Off? Yeah. John Travolta. That's such a good movie. Did you know that movie, at the time, set a record for most bullets used in a movie? Really? And it was not even close. Not even close. Not even close. Like, it was way over number two. Okay. What um. If- what if Chameleon ends up being Tom Holland as Spider-Man? What if Chameleon is Nick Cage? Yeah. I mean, at this what point- if Nick Cage is also Black Cat and Silver Sable? <laughs> Silver and Black starring Nick Cage as all of the people in the movie. The one-man show of Nick Cage. CGI. With no Spider-Man. Right. No, what are they- Nick Cage as Spider-Man. What are they doing? Like- um, I'm not quite sure. I, I- like, why even use the properties? Seriously. They could- this whole movie, it feels like they took a script. That was something else. 
and just stuck superheroes in it. And they just pasted the Spider-Man characters on it because they already bought the script. I'm okay with them wanting to create a Spider-Verse with Spider-Man in there. Put Spider-Man in it, right. That would be cool. This is before Spider-Man was born, so it has no... no Maybe they're going to make Venom the the focal point of this. Venomverse. The the Venomverse? Yeah. Look, man, if you want to do a Venomverse, that's... Again, you could do your own property. You don't even need... If you're not going to do Spider-Man, why do Venom? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Agent yeah. Venom. He's have, go have, it, have it a sequel to that movie Life. He's going to go into space. With uh, right. you know, a Jake Gyllenhaal. People, a bunch of people thought that that was like a low-key prequel to Venom. That could have been. Right. Like they thought coming into it, because the way they kind of portrayed the little slimy alien thing. Right. They thought that this was like oh, a low-key. Okay. that movie do good at all? I don't think it did, and I really don't know why, because it seemed really, but I didn't even see it. So I have not I, either. I haven't either. I only um, know about speaking it. Speaking of movies that did really bad, we're going to get into it more later, but Baywatch tanked. Oh, man. Viciously tanked. This is the first flop for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I think Pirates of the Caribbean came in second. Nope, it, it came in first. Okay, it was projected to come in second by like Saturday, and I guess they had a really strong Sunday, Monday, or something. They, uh, it did. It came in first over the weekend, 77, 78 million. And Guardians still came in like second with like 60, huh? Uh, but worldwide, Guardians like three weeks later still. Came yeah, in. worldwide though, Pirates was over like almost a 300, so it covered. Yeah, it covered its budget already. So, it's a success, according to them. Well, uh, you know, Johnny Depp needs some money these days. Apparently, he's a little Nick Cage, and by that, I mean broke. Um, um, I'm going to get into Johnny Depp some in my in the next segment, the weekly top three. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, apparently, his he's suing his management team right now. I don't know yeah. if we talked about this at all yet. He just um, picked a string of bad movies. Well, no, that's not actually it. It's apparently his his monthly budget, his monthly budget is around $3 million a month. That's what he's burning cash. Oh, wow. And so he's suing his management now because his manager basically came to him and told him, you're broke. And they've actually loaned him money. And they used things that he owns to leverage those loans. And now they're trying to call on him. And he's like, these guys are stealing my property. But realistically, I feel like they were just covering his lifestyle. Well, realistically, him and Nick Cage should do a movie together. I'd yeah, watch I it. Just call it cash grab, and it's just about like two guys, like two right. cops stealing a bunch of money. Boom, done. Just call it, just call it Spider Man, and don't put Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. No, like, it'll it'll be like Captain America's Spider Man adventure, and then has nothing to do with the rest of the Marvel universe. Like, how important is Venom and Spider Man? Like, pretty important. They're they're completely the, intertwined. There's the exact polar opposites. The re- reason Venom exists is Spider Man. Like, I don't. There's a whole planet full of those Venoms. Symbiotes. Right. Right. Which you need a Marvel universe to get to. Right. Or we can just what are they, uh, what are they Asian Venom in space. They could have done that. Space Cowboys, starring Nicholas Cage. I hope Tom Hardy quits now. Like yeah. I don't want to see. Him make, I don't want to see him make a bad movie. Like I hope. I hope now it's sort of like the Gambit Channing Tatum thing, where they're like, "Oh, we can't make it work." But like I hope Tom Hardy's just like, "Wait, we're not in the Spider Verse." I'm out. I don't want to do. Call this. it off, boys. Johnny Depp could play the Man on the Moon. <sighs> Man, I don't. This and is... Nick Cage could just be the Sun. And Agent Venom goes to space. <laughs> I'm just, I don't. I'd watch that twice. I wouldn't watch any of this three times. I don't. I don't know. I don't get. I don't. Venom get goes it. to space. Agent Venom the goes musical. to space. The yeah. Music- oh yeah. There you go. That'd be great. Put Johnny people, Depp could sing. Some people from Glee in it. No, 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 not at all. Johnny Negative. Depp could sing. Oh, I was trying to help you. I was trying to say. No, it. screw Glee. I'll throat punch Glee too. Love the Glee. entirety of Glee. I love tired of except for except for the Melissa Benoit. You know, I still haven't finished Glee. Good. There's no need to. But let's finish this segment. Let's get to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into the weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. No Spider-Man.
All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons and Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio is where you can interact with us and see all the cool stuff we do during the week when we're not on the radio. Do we do a lot of cool stuff? I do. I, I don't know about you two. I'm a square. Doubt that guy does. Yeah, I mean, we can pretty much guarantee that's... But we're halfway through the show, ladies and gentlemen. So that means we are at the weekly top three. Boom. It's the weekly. It's the weekly. It's the weekly, weekly, weekly top three. Here we go. Take a walk with me. I want to walk you through our weekly top three. Nico DLG, Joey K, and me. We're going to tell you all about the weekly top three. We're picking things that didn't quite make it, but we thought they would. That line was a little long, but hey, it's cool. I'm just trying to freestyle while we go through, telling you about some things that didn't make it big, too. Near Thug Radio. <laughs> all right, well, if you didn't catch that, Baywatch flopped. Right, right. Rest in pepperonis. Rest in pepperonis. Is that what that means? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And so... R.I.P. 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 So, in honor of the flop, uh, not talking about Vlade Divac either, <laughs> uh, we are going to list things that we thought would be bigger, but flopped. Right. Um, so, let the worst of us go first. Mm-hmm. That would be mm-hmm. you, Nico. Here D-O-G. we go, boys. Power Rangers. What about Power Rangers? It didn't do very well. The movie, yeah, the movie, okay, the movie. okay. Um, yeah, that's a little surprising. I know because I feel like nothing else is out. I and mean, maybe it's just because I have a very nerdy group of friends at school. They were like, "Oh man, we're all going to see the Power Rangers movie." What? No, I feel like okay. So people now come to us for nerdy stuff, right? Because yeah. because of the show, our friends and people that know us, they now come to us when things are nerdy or seem nerdy, and they're like, "Hey, what do you think of this?" Yeah. I had a lot of people ask me about Power Rangers coming up to it. They're like, "Are you excited? Is this going to be good?" Um. And my answer was always, stop talking to me. No. Um, <laughs> I, Very hostile. I wouldn't consider it a flop, though. Well, I think they were expecting a bigger pop and some kind of I mean, of they covered continue. budget. Right. But I think they were expecting some kind of, like, feeling that we need more. Yeah. Like, um, this, is, this, is, this is the beginning. Right. But there was really kind of no push or call for anything. You know where I think they dropped the ball is there wasn't a TV show, like, ready to roll. Right. Like, if they had done some sort of, like, Netflix thing where it was, like, movie, two weeks later... TV show on Netflix right, from right, the movie right. to the show. Like, that would have been really smart. I think um, it was a disappointment for sure, but Baywatch level flop? No, no, no. no. Maybe I don't not. think it was as bad, but I definitely think they're just I, expecting I, it to do way better. I'm with Nico. Show. I mean, you've got a show that's got, what, 20 seasons or something? Of, 
like 90 so many iterations of it as well yeah and so merchandising things you could have cool shirts with robots and people on them and stuff like yeah i also think a lot of that has to do with like a lot of the redesigns because i know a lot of people were turned off by a lot of the new redesigns Uh, you know what that's okay that is that is a people are stupid stupid (laughs) if you're listening to the show rant number two stupid no uh no i hate that people do this when they reboot or design like redesign it's not gonna be exactly people got really mad when jamie fox was cast as electro right and that's jamie fox is an amazing actor yes he is he's an incredible talent why on earth would you not want to see him in a movie especially something as cool as like he and it was so well done yep he was good in it they also did a lot of cool stuff with like music and tones as he was talking. Like it was a really well done character and thing, and people were like, "But Electro's not black. That's stupid." And it's like, "No, look, man. Like this is the movie. It's, it's a movie. Like I it's hate when the they do thing. that." I like seeing those uh, articles on the line. Whatever uh, they say, you know, like for instance, the Avengers. Yeah, they kind of remade them all to make a movie worthy like their costumes and stuff yeah like this is what would happen if we did them the correct way and they just look totally dumb yeah they did do right right by, they by did do the cr- yeah especially the like okay i know what you're talking about like scarlet witch or scarlet witch or, Falcon. or the jeremy renner costume where they right. where they, they literally paint a hawkeye suit onto him and it, hawkeye is a big purple thing with wolverine right the like original. hat yeah. like it's stupid looking and i love comic books and i think hawkeye is a cool character if if I were if I were playing Hawkeye and they were like, hey, purple costume, I would quit. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't need to do this later. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out, guys. But yeah, I don't. I hate when they complain, complain about, the, about redesigns the redesigns and stuff. So, Corey, let's get to your number two or number three. I'm yeah. Sorry. So my number three. See, I didn't do just movies here. I kind of did everything. I did all movies. Just so um, you guys know. My, num- my number three is Michael Jordan's career in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was gonna be bigger than it was? Yeah, because like. He barely, oh. the only reason he even made it to the majors is because he was Michael, like, because they were like, hey, Michael Jordan will sell some seats. Then they immediately bump him back down to the minors, and it's like six months of him riding a bus. Baseball and basketball are two totally different things. They are? I never expected him to be successful I didn't at necessarily. All I didn't necessarily think he would be a batter, like a hitter, but I thought he would have great defensive skills because his reflexes and agility and speed and hand-eye coordination are off the charts. He's right, a great that's athlete. In, that's short, short uh, burst. Baseball's shorter than basketball, right there. though. No, well, no. I mean, if you're playing in the outfield, you're 250 feet away from a baseball, and you're having to react to it as opposed to being six inches from someone reacting to their to them. That's what I'm saying. It's a little that's, different that's reaction That's actually time. more time. It's a little different reaction time. So, to me, it was it was quite—I mean, the guy can fly. He can literally jump 10 feet in the air and dunk a basketball, and he couldn't play baseball? Nope. Like— they have guys who are fat who can play baseball. Right, they can hit a ball. So it blows my mind. They stand on third base with one foot on the pad, like with their other hand out with a glove, and wait for okay. 20 minutes in an inning, just like this, praying to God no one throws it at them. Then they go up to bat and hit a home run, and they right. get paid millions of dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> Michael Jordan they hit a bat. couldn't make the Chicago White Sox, who, by the way, weren't making the playoffs ever during that era. They, uh... So, yeah, that's surprising to me. That's not, I just. Hitting a baseball might be the hardest thing to do. And they say that, and that's fine. Okay, let's say he was batting like 250. There are tons of major leaguers batting 250. 250's not bad. Right. Average. Let's say, okay, let's say it's 210. That's not good. It's not good, but hey, if he was defensive, you, low could, average. you could put him at the 7, 8, or 9. Yep. But, I don't know. He didn't make it. It's just, he's a world, he literally has gold medals. He's the greatest basketball player on the planet, and he couldn't make a 25-man major league roster. You know who else couldn't make a major league roster? Probably us. Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah, that's true, but I feel like that was more of a publicity stuff. Yeah, I think so, too. 
because I think he knew. Actually, you want to know a f- funny story about the Garth Brooks? I love Garth Brooks. Go ahead. So we can talk Garth Brooks all day. We'll talk Ali Savage, her uncle's, yeah, her uncle's sister-in-law. Okay. Married this guy Mike uh, Sorotica or something like that. Mike Wazowski. No, Mike Sorotica or whatever. Okay. Uh, he played major league baseball for the White Sox. Oh, neat. Um, he has the distinct. Trivia question of being the only guy to give up a hit to Garth Brooks oh. <laughs> in a preseason game. <laughs> Put that on your Wikipedia page. It's on his Wikipedia page. Nice. I, hope, I hope it's bolded. It's got like its own section. Like once gave up. I thought you were gonna say that she found that she found out she actually married Chris Gaines, who was actually Garth Brooks. No, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> Remember when he had his own identity? Yeah, he did like a rock album. People were very upset. Who is this guy? Chris Why Gaines? are you doing this, Garth? Why are you doing this? Don't do this to us, Garth. All right. What is this, a redesign? He was like, it's Chris. It's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of the family guy. <laughs> it's Chris. <laughs> All right, Nico, what's your number two? I mean, can I give my number okay. three? Oh, I thought you, oh, never mind. Okay. We were talking Garth Brooks. You're right. I got, I got All distracted. All right. Uh, um, Joey's is Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, no. My turn. Never. <laughs> yeah, Garth Brooks wasn't big enough. So I, I did all movies. Okay, what'd you do? Um, so my number three is the movie Disney did. And Disney doesn't miss on a lot of things. No, they don't. Uh, but they missed big time on John Carter. Man, they thought that was a franchise. John Carter. They were so close. Man on so Mars. Far. I mean, do you remember? Who was the guy? Who's the guy in that? It's um Taylor. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Taylor Kitsch. He's he played, only in bad movies. He played Gambit in the... Uh, yeah. And the uh, bad Wolverine. Right. <laughs> but do you remember that? Yes, and Walmart, yes. Blockbuster, still around back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. McDonald's. They Posters pump, and all kinds of stuff. They were pumping this movie up. It's it's a good comic book. It's got an interesting yeah. premise. Mm. And uh, they was like, what is this? Like, we don't we don't know what this is. They they went. It was it was too much too far. Too yeah. soon. Right. It was too literal of an adaptation. Right. And, and honestly. People just didn't get it. Well, honestly, it sucked. It wasn't oh, very good. That's rough. The the chicken it's really hot. Right. Uh Taylor Kurt, like, he's not a bad actor. Like, I didn't think he did a bad job. No. There was just too much stupid stuff in the movie. Right. It just the, didn't make sense. The like, dog what? that ran too fast. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, just but stupid. They planned it to be really big and uh I was Made like, oh, a wow, cool. Like another Incorrect. another another cool uh comic book movie. This ought to be good. No nope. incorrect. I don't think it even boss. Like I think it's opening weekend. I think it was like seventh or something bad. Yeah, like so that. the budget was Rough. After the tax credit, two hundred and sixty-three million, and the box office was two eighty-four. Oh, worldwide. Yeah. So they they made twenty million dollars. Not good. Congrats. Hope, hope Taylor cashed his check fast on that one. Cash me also have about that. Nico. Um, yeah. All right. That was a terrible movie though. Nico, number two. All right, my number two is actually uh, an anime right here that really I was really excited for because I saw the first few episodes and they were phenomenal. Check out. <laughs> uh, it's called a uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront, and basically the premise is that there was a giant explosion in New York, and it was a portal to a bunch of monster realm. And basically, this is like a few years after that, and monsters have integrated into society. Oh, that's kind of so like neat. you see like monsters and like humans just walking around. Like there's like ads and stuff that you see all over the place. It's a really cool, like well developed world, but like nobody talked about it, and it's got one of the best intros and outros ever. I was so sad that no one no one was excited about it except me. Like I, I wasn't it, excited about it. I mentioned it to my friend and he was like he was like, "What? I've never heard of it." And I was like, "It's so good. What do you mean?" So that one, I was I was super excited about a show, and it just and, didn't, and it never caught on. Even though everyone who actually watched it was like, "Yeah, hey, it's really good." You know, there's a uh, there's a Netflix movie starring Will Smith that I think comes out at the end of this yeah. year, and essentially it sounds like it's the same premise. He's a police officer in a world where like. 
elves and orcs and goblins and magic are real and exist in the world with like normal people. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like that. We'll um, see what happens with that one. Yeah. No, I don't. I mean, I never heard of it, so I can't really. Yeah. Exactly. Add. But to I it. can say. I, I mean, it sounds like a neat premise. But I can say this about it. Anime. Right. That's you know what, man. That's like part of your problem. That. You Rest know what? Pepperonis. As an as an anime, that's not crazy enough to make it. You didn't have yeah. like a grandson from 1800 who time traveled to the future to play the skin flute. Right. Whoa. <laughs> uh, to stop uh, apocalypse <laughs> from, you know, I don't know, like vampires. You know, like you didn't have enough Werewolves. stuff. Right. There wasn't enough weird stuff Black to be bears. anime. I don't know. It's pretty, Battlestar Galactica. It's a pretty weird show. <laughs> it's 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 really good. If you ever had a chance, it's really good. But it flopped. It. So it, is this you like saying it flopped or like trying to pump it up? Right. I'm, I'm pumping to revive it. I think, yeah, I'm I think bringing it back. It came out. I'm bringing anime back. Never, never went away. Yeah, <laughs> anime. It's always been there on oh. the underbelly of everything. Anime is dead. And with that, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get back <laughs> into the weekly top three. You're listening to Nerd Dog Radio. Anime is dead. Quote Joey Savage. Nevermore. Hey guys. It's the unlocally famous Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. You know that. You're listening to the show. I want to talk about my friends over at Wild Thing Restaurant, 1488 I-45. They have the hottest girls, the coldest beer, the best food in all of Conroe. Get on down there. See the girls dressed up in them short blue jean shorts, them cowboy boots. They're going to treat you real nice. Ask for our girl Rocky when you're there. She'll take care of you. Just tell her Nerd Thug Radio sent you. That's Wild Thing Restaurant. I-45-1488, best scenery in town. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. We are in the midst of the weekly top three. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. In honor of the flop that is... Baywatch, <laughs> big things that flopped, <laughs> and we're not talking about floppy hats or Vlade Divac. Uh, Corey, we're on your number two. I love that you keep saying Vlade Divac because he, he was a, a flopper. He was a flopper. Okay, or, or professional soccer players. Yeah. Oh man, I saw one the other day that was just awful. Like the guy kind of runs across as a play is dead, and he gets tripped, and he does like the worst like spasm convulsive, kicks the legs into the ground, makes a huge scene. It's terrible. And, and the ref is literally just like, stand up. Keep Get playing. Uh, anyway, uh, so my number two, there were a pair of shows that came out together. I think I've mentioned them before. We've kind of touched on how, like, TV broke my heart with this one. Uh, oh, yeah. One of them was called, I believe, Surface, and it was about, essentially, there's an earthquake, and these, like, sea monsters escape, and everyone's, like, dealing with the ramifications of that. And, Anime. And they kind of, well, but that's, like, one thing, and then it's not, like, the sea monsters aren't secretly our ancestors from who wrote the Constitution. With magic eyes. <laughs> With magic eyes. That, that's, that's a show, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's I called bet. It's called Gargantua. See? See? There's like these crazy sea monsters, actually humans from the distant past. See? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Anime. Anime. So, dead. anyway. <laughs> I killed it. The show Along literally. With Gordon Ramsay. Uh, they canceled it. Alive. They canceled after like the fifth or sixth episode, and the episode ended on a cliffhanger. And you're like, what? Is that even what? the whole season? No. That's why no. you don't get. So I can't get invested. And then another the one, Zach method. the exact same year was going on, and it, I think it was called Flash Forward. And the idea was something happened, and the entire world at the exact same instant blacked out for like 12 minutes, 13 minutes. And when everyone woke up, 
they had seen a glimpse into the future. Everyone had like a 12 minute vision of the future. And they were literally all like comparing notes. People were calling uh, the FBI set up a hotline. They were trying to build like a tapestry of what's going to happen in the future to try and figure out if this is connected. Then there were people who didn't see anything in the future. And so there, those people were like, are, are we dead before this event happens? Or are we just asleep when it happens? Like, it was a really interesting idea and a really cool show. Um, and it, it again, I guess it wasn't doing well. And it ended mid-season on a, every episode was a cliffhanger on that one. Just straight up flippity-floppity. Yeah, so it was crazy. But, like, it had a lot of cool scenes. They're, they're trying to get some information out of this guy one time, and he's a stoner in his house. And he had just put it in... In the flash forward, he saw that he was a TSA agent working at an airport. And in his tip, in his call into the future, apparently something he saw is relevant to what they're investigating. So they're interviewing him. And they have, have they see a bong at the house. And they're like, okay, well... You, you know, we could, tra- we could charge you right now with possession if you don't tell us what we want to know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know how I know you don't charge me with possession? And they're like, he's like, because I see myself already as a TSA agent. So I can't get the job if you charge me. Right. So we're about to work this out. And it's just kind of this, like, it has a lot of these cool little... I've seen the future, and then right. they arrest him on the spot. <laughs> they ha- it has a lot of these cool little paradoxes. Future just changed. Yeah. Right. And so, like, it's, it's really cool because there's one guy who, who is, he doesn't have, he didn't have a, a, a vision and he doesn't tell anyone because he's trying to stop future from happening, obviously. But anyway, uh, canceled. Like episode canceled. Six. No idea what happened. Done. No idea what the visions were about. Out. No idea. Because like one of the cliffhangers was really cool. It was like episode three or four. Everyone's still trying to figure out what it was about. And this guy's like a really big time criminal. And he's trying to help him solve it too because he's getting like, he gets out of jail if they solve it. And he's like, what you should really be asking yourself is what happened on earth in those 12 minutes. And then I'm like, Oh, we haven't asked that yet. We haven't asked that once. Are I they in space? That one. <laughs> so, are they in space? No, no, but like everyone's, showed up. everyone's so worried about the future visions that no one's even asking, did something happen during those 12 minutes? Because everyone on the planet was passed out. Oh, yeah. I got you now. So, I, I follow. What happened in those 12 minutes? Right, exactly. So anyway, it was a really cool show, but nobody watched it but me, I guess. Yep. I Rest in pepperonis. Rest in pepperonis. My number two. Yes. Uh, it's another Disney flick. Okay. Picking on also huh? that uh, comes with uh, Johnny Depp. Boy, what the mouse do to you? Um, nothing, I guess. Uh, the Lone Ranger. Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was not. Oh a good man. Idea. I mean, Army Hammer and Johnny Depp, and the Lone Ranger was such a big thing back in the, before our time. Way it was. Before it was. Time. It was. So, and, and people are redoing things, and ninety percent of the time when they're remaking these things, they're doing pretty well. And also, the Lone Ranger is so embedded in our right. kind of subculture. Everyone knows the Lone Ranger. Right. Everyone knows who it is. It's kind of a smart thing to remake because right. no one knows, no one has like a clear visual of what the Lone Ranger was, but everyone knows the term Lone Ranger. But it's such a great thing because then you have the older generation that either grew up with the Lone Ranger or right. their parents did. So they were kids and they knew about it and they've told stories about it to there. And so now you get a whole family involved. Right. In this thing. It was a really good idea. You're right. And that is boom. boom. Now, part of that, I think, is just that Army Hammer uh, has, hasn't been in anything good. Yeah, and they cast him as, like, the lead. Lone, He's Lone the guy. Right. Um, also, the other thing with that was that the Pirates of the Caribbean was great, but it's over-the-top great. Like, it does a lot of big, kind of silly, stupid stuff, and Jack Sparrow always comes out on top. I got a jar of dirt. Um, yeah, a jar, yeah. And so, um, to me, I feel like this was trying to capitalize on that, and it was just a little bit too unbelievable. Like, there's a scene where the horse is racing a train while on the train to get to the tunnel. Right. And then it dives down as the tunnel. Like, it was just, like, a little too much. 
Yeah, $225 million dollar budget. Two sixty dollars brought in. I mean, at least these things are breaking even. That's <laughs> not good for Disney. Though. No, it's not. That's no. not. That's not what the. That's they, not the Disney money. I mean, they poured it. There's even there's loans. Uh, Lone Ranger Hero Clicks. Yes, there are. There are. They were and, terrible. And two of them. And the Hero Clicks world has completely rejected them. Like they are. <laughs> they are like booby prizes at things. <laughs> yeah, no one wants them. Nobody's. You can find them those. at the uh, big lots. I think it's a free fast forces at this point. I like they're so. giveaways at places. Just take it. Yeah. Just just take it. Just take these, please. All right, you can Nico? smash them if you want. Nico, what's your number one? All right, here we go. Ghost in the Shell. The movie. Oh, with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a bit of a surprise. They pushed it pretty good. They they, they did, and uh, there was a lot of people that said it was not as bad as many people thought, and it was more of a Scarlett Johansson kind of actiony movie than really a kind of a faithful source material. Well, here's the thing: you don't, and you won't like this, but you don't have to be faithful to an anime source in America no, that's, 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 because people don't know it. Exactly, people don't know what it is at all. Right. So they know the term Ghost in Shell, and people have probably seen some of the promo art in different places on the internet and stuff. But overall, it's a minority audience that has seen the movie and needs this to be like the old movie. Um, you're right. It is a surprise. And special effects, uh, the special effects looked really good. And Scarlett Johansson looks amazing in the movie. The little cloak bodysuit thing looks... I paused it a few times myself. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it looks... I mean, she looks great. So it is a surprise it didn't do better. But I think... That's the that's why everyone's so excited about the Wonder Woman getting such strong reviews is everyone really actually does think that this female led action movie is going to do amazing and there's not a lot of those. Yeah, right. right. Which it's trending to do amazing. We don't have right. the full numbers that came in over the weekend. That's right. Oh, well, I feel ooh, again. I always feel like DC is kind of the thing where they can screw up really bad, but they'll still make tons of money anyways. Disney. I mean, even even you pointing out these movies, I had they, two two movies on my Disney on the list. But they at Disney. least they do at least break even. They broke even. And you're talking about a big number, not like a sixty million dollar budget. You're talking right. about. They, I'm talking. I'm talking about like Grammy award winning Suicide Squad and right Oscar Oscar <laughs> Oscar my Oscar bad. Grammy is that right. best music. Yeah, right. Uh, Oscar award winning Suicide Squad and uh, the the amazing film that is Batman v Superman. Right. Both those movies made killing. So weren't so, very good. So my number one. <laughs> Go ahead. I know, I know we're running out of time here. Uh, no Man's Sky. The, vid- Ooh, the, the video, video game. yeah. the games. I was so pumped. Everyone was. The internet was like freaking out in love with this video game. Every time they talked about it, it would get a billion clicks. It right, would right. be linked everywhere. People were like, this game is going to change the world. And really, the lead up to the game is brilliant. You know, it's seven people who taught the rules of a universe to a computer, and then the computer generated a universe. And then the computer caused evolution to happen on the planets. And even the programmers and developers were saying that they were seeing things that they didn't teach the game in the game. And then it came out, and, and you heard nothing else about it. Right. It it did a million copies within the first week, and then you like it was getting crushed score-wise. It was gone. It was getting crushed. People Erased. were getting refunds. People, I mean, essentially, it's, it's no, well, there's no refunds in video games. That's that's at least a good part for... Once for you the, break the seal. That's right. You're, you, the you're best you can take it, it. To, to GameStop for, for $20. Yeah. Right. But... Uh, it was the space exploration game, and that's all the guy ever said it was. That's all they ever said it was. Is you, get, you get to explore the universe. And people felt like there was going to be more to it, and right. there wasn't. Like, if people would just listen to what he was saying, the developer, they would have understood that well, it's a lot just... of it. a lot of it was just like, yeah, look, there's a quadrillion planets you can explore. It's bad. They're complete barren wastelands with nothing on them. Right, and they even said that, like, look, it's going to be like the universe, and there's only going to be life on, you know, 5% of the planets. Right. Find those planets. Right. But people still I found, a, I found a derpy looking dinosaur on one of them. Right. <laughs> and I actually I, I bought the game on eBay after it came out and everyone hated it and I played it a little bit. And yeah, you're just you you just are walking around planets and running into derpy looking weird stuff and 
I kill it and take <laughs> the resources from it. You got a farm. Right. But yeah, I mean, I'm just super surprised, like so much hype and then such a quiet release yeah. and oh. immediately after. That wasn't a quiet release. It was, it's terrible. And like everyone <laughs> yeah, threw their hands that. in the air and were like, oh no. That's, that's fair. All right. So my number one. Yes. Another movie. Okay. The Green Lantern movie. Ah. Uh, you know what? Here's the thing. They yeah, okay. they right, okay. they were banking on that movie doing well to create like a DC universe. And they did a lot of universe building in that movie. They did. And you got Ryan Reynolds, who's a great actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Green Lantern, which is, you know, one of the bigger named characters out of DC. Everyone can pick him out of a lineup. You can. And you can do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. Plus, Blake Lively looks amazing uh, in that movie. Amazing. And they built it up, built it up, built it up. And it was terrible. CGI green suit. Yeah, it just. Yeah, there was a lot of things to it. It just not good, man. No, not and, good. Yeah, guy. It was. What are the numbers? Two hundred million budget, really? two twenty box office. Make twenty million dollars. Not, not what you expect from your. Not franchise what you builder. expect from your franchise builder, which they just had to scrap and just start over, basically. Like, oh well, this isn't gonna work. But that yeah. was like back to the drawing it even board. Even became a joke in a movie that was far more successful later. I think part of the problem <laughs> with with this movie in general um, is that it was awful. <laughs> no, no, it was awful. But I think it was a little bit before its time. Like if we never had a Green Lantern movie till where technology is now, and now they did the first Green Lantern movie, it might be a different story. But you go back to two, even 2011. Yeah. Yeah, but Avatar, like. Yeah, no, honestly, there's I always going to be the one that's like above the rest. There's always going to be. I yeah, mean, no. Star Wars in the 70s. Right. And no, 80s. I get what you're saying. I. It was just a bad idea, honestly. The. It was the, a bad story. The DC, yeah, the story was terrible, and the DC universe wasn't wasn't primed. wasn't ready. It wasn't ready for Green Lantern. No. It didn't make sense to do it then. It sure didn't. And I know that they had Ryan Reynolds, and so they he was under contract with the studio, but it just didn't yeah. make. It was a bad. It was a bad. It was a bad choice all around. Bad choice. Not to tune into the next segment because it's the Nico segment. Woo. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, Nerd Thug Radio rolls on. All right, guys, let me give you guys a little bit of information about introductory hypnosis training. It's going to be July 14th through the 16th. It's open to everyone interested in learning hypnosis. For more information, call 281-336-0201 or email info.cchoston at gmail.com. Hypnosis is an incredible way to make changes in a life. It can help increase physical performance, break habits, quit smoking, or gain motivation to achieve goals and dreams. Stop procrastination. It can help someone uh, improve their life and finally have the happiness they may desire. If you'd like to learn to change thoughts or create a better world, learn hypnosis, July 14th through 16th. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And if you missed any of the segments, check the podcast out. It drops every Tuesday. Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. Or, or Utube. Or Tube Or NerdThugRadio.com. Also, if you missed any of the segments, shame on you. Shame, shame, shame on you. What are you doing? Change your schedule. Listen to us all the time. Mondays, 1 to 3. Boom. Take off work. 
Tell your boss you're taking a long lunch. Yeah. I'll be back. I have to drive to, to Montgomery lunch. County to listen to Nerds Dog Radio. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what everyone should be doing. No matter where you're at. Colorado, Ohio, North yeah. Carolina. Just email your boss. Louisiana, Arkansas. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Oh, no. Not Arkansas. In in Arkansas, you just committed a crime. But I'm not there. That's so true. I didn't. But our show could be. All right. So, uh, Nico, this is your segment. Take it away. Hey, guys. Nico DLG. <laughs> I love doing that little bit. It's so good. It'd be a lot better if you didn't laugh in the middle of it. I know. Right. I, I couldn't get through it. Ruined. <laughs> Two weeks I can't keep my, get, get my life together. <laughs> All right. So this week I wanted to talk about the genre-defining, like, Pieces of art and work. So I was thinking about this on the uh, the car. I'm so confused. I am too. Let's, okay. So so you, you know how how huge Star Wars is. Like yes. It's it's a sci-fi staple. It's it defined kind of like the space fantasy dealio. Space opera, the greatest thing yeah, ever. Star Wars. Exactly. Star Wars. And then I was thinking, I was like, man, there hasn't been one of those in a long time. And then I thought about it, and I was like, nah, Harry Potter's kind of that weird like yep. it's the fantasy, the magic, like that's the staple of the like the fantasy magic genre right so i'm thinking like what else what other genres are completely defined by like a movie or like two because i know it's like star, for like sci-fi it's like star trek and star wars like those are the pieces battle of star war. galactica battle star no. galactica is it? No. everyone black knows. bears <laughs> everything battle star galactica um that's actually kind of an interesting question uh, so okay so if you go superhero genre we'll get that right out of the way okay. it's got to be the avenger stuff what what disney's done like I think it's the a whole, very a very recent one. The whole Avengers uh like universe. The Avengers, the no, I don't think I don't think that's well the on. modern the modern superheroes mo- I think what actually defined the genre and made it possible to do superhero movies though was Blade. Blade? You think so? Yeah. I don't. Without I, Blade, I you never get Spider Man. I beg to I, differ. And if you don't get Spider Man, I don't think you ever get X Men or eventually even the Avengers. If Blade had eh. tanked, no one else is putting sixty million dollars in a movie for like ten years. I probably don't agree with you there. But Blade Blade did a bunch of money but when for you, Blade but, opened Blade but, opened the can for these Marvel exactly. movies. But when you say superhero genre, you're going to say, "Oh yeah, the Avengers universe." Yeah, no, that's, that's probably when you, when you say space movies, "Oh, it's going to be Star Wars, Star Trek." You're, if you're saying genre defining, it probably is right. Avengers, it probably is maybe maybe X-Men for yeah. the modern superhero era. I'd say I say when people if you say if you go to someone and you say name superhero. a superhero, name movie. a space movie. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. Name a, a magical movie. Oh, Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings. Name a superhero. Yeah, that's like that's like the number one like fantasy one. Yeah. Name a superhero movie. Oh, the Avengers stuff. Yeah, it probably is the Avengers. Probably so, um, all right. So, what can we? What, man. So, like, Lord of the Rings is obviously for like the high fantasy. Yeah. You got Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit to go in there. Yeah. Well, in the yeah, series. I think I will see the Hobbit whole, to me is even lesser, but Lord right, of the Rings, Lord yeah. of the Rings for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, movies that you feel like, like if you say, okay, like um, if you were to talk about a genre, people would say The Godfather is probably genre oh. defining for yes. like mafia movies. movies, right? Right. But no, I actually definitely. would say probably Goodfellas is nah, a is a better. Yeah, it's definitely Godfather. It probably is. I I just don't like The Godfathers. I'll say it. I like them. <laughs> I'll say it. I'm the guy. I like them. But um, if you were to say mafia movie, what was the first thing that popped? People probably say Godfather. They say Godfather. Yes, correct. Um. So then, gosh, man, that's that's tough because because some of these movies because you're gonna have comedy movies, you're gonna have action movies, romance movies, but those are gonna be different defining ones based upon the era they were they were in. Right, like the defining- Animal House. Animal House, you know, is is the comedy movie what the eighties or the eighties or seventies? 
uh, probably late, early, right. late so 70s, that's, early that's 80s. That's the defined comedy for that era. That era. Yeah. Right? Um, Anchorman. That kind of defines modern comedy. That modern, well, not, that's I mean, comedy's sur- kind of changing, but the yeah. The surreal that, it, modern comedy. Yeah. It moves so fast, anyways. It's kind of hard to keep up. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, like, that's, okay, another, so that's like, a whole other thing. All The attention span of the generations is vastly shrinking. Like, we forget now things that were a big deal like five six years ago like now when you mention something and you're like yeah it was only a couple years ago people are like no, no. And then you look it up yeah like, and then you're like oh yeah the release oh, right. in 2011 right yeah well, well, okay so we'll do this what else is uh, interesting about this so when you go back to 50s 60s 70s let's go even the 80s and the 90s lost planet no people would people would watch movies based on who the actor was yes right so yes. you know it was you, so actor driven right it was very act, actor driven and that's why you got these like 25 million dollar paydays and stuff right like that. and comedies were the same comedies are the same way um even now a little bit with comedies like oh will ferrell's in it yeah i'll probably watch it it's gonna yeah be funny. yeah i think, I think Seth Rogen, okay exclusively happens with comedies. but though. now is what you have with this genre stuff is you get oh the hobbit oh lord of the rings was so good i'll watch the hobbit too right or right. those superhero movies you know the Avengers stuff's so good i'll give all these other ones a chance right i'll go uh, watch justice league right yeah you're gonna do stuff like that and so even with um it's kind of a, a different aspect to where it used to be very character driven now it's almost well that worked like uh fantastic beast we're like oh man harry potter was so good i gotta watch this fantastic beast series or you know, because of Marvel of different phases, oh, phase one's been so good. I got to watch phase two. You know, also what's been interesting to me is in phase one, if you go all the way back. The Hulk. They cast basically nobodies. Right. No, right. Definitely. So like it was like Robert Downey Jr., Terrence Howard, Gwyneth Paltrow. At the time, Terrence Howard was the biggest right, name. Right, Robert Downey three. Jr. had kind of tailed off from right. his, his career a right. little bit. And Gwyneth Paltrow had taken a couple years off from Hollywood. She hadn't right. been anything at that point. I think it was like five or six years. Right. Um. And so then Edward Norton's in the Hulk. And then you you hear, hey, by the way, we, we cast Chris Evans as Captain America. And people have to Google it. They're like, who? Hey, by the way, we cast um, Chris oh, Hemsworth. Chris Thor. Hemsworth. Thank no you. one knew who that guy no, was. No, Tom Hiddleston as, as Loki. Yeah. Who? Like all, I mean, all the rest of them, Jeremy Renner, he, he landed some other stuff as these movies were happening. But when they cast him as Hawkeye, you don't know who he is. No. Um, I recognized him, but I wasn't right. Yeah, he's he was in the background of a ton of stuff, but he was never the guy. He's in that Born Identity movie, right? But one of the that actually movies. was after. Was it after, after that? That was after Thor. Oh yeah, it was. But same same concept. Like with Star Wars, they cast no name people, right? Yeah, who who played in that? And movie. they feel like, and what they're doing now is they're kind of because there's so many actors worldwide. I think okay, so technology has made the world smaller in a lot yes. of ways. And so because now they can literally see everyone in the whole world to find the person who fits the role, they literally find a person who fits the role. Yes. And then they go from there. Right. Like, so they find these people who are completely unknown. They sign them to five or six movie deals. And for Marvel, what it's done is now those movies have been so successful and those people have made such great money and have launched such great careers off of it that now people like Benedict Cumberbatch is like, I'll totally be Dr. Strange because yeah. I'll be in the next seven movies, and I'll get to be in like a bunch of summer blockbusters every year. Yeah, so some of these people it sets are now you up for like they're starting to the next few years, right? And Nick so, Cage needs to get one of those, right? You know, Zoe <laughs> Saldana, who's who's doing a, like seemingly everything sci-fi. Yeah, she of course agrees to be Gamora because oh, I'm going to be in a Marvel movie, right? Uh, Bautista probably you know had a baby with the excitement of being cast <laughs> in a Marvel movie because right. he went from oh, he's so good in that movie. he is, and he went from being completely nothing in any sort of acting capacity. Uh-uh. To being in a two 
summer blockbusters. Right. No, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I definitely think it opens the door for Marvel Studios casting-wise because it gets a lot easier to cast now because they can get the names they want now at a price they can afford because of the success of the other movies. Right. Yeah, and it's just, it's it's kind of how it's flipped from being very character-driven to now it's almost movie-driven. Like, oh, right. that movie worked, and that... that um, this works, this works. This works, okay, let's try it. Which I think is why the trailers now reveal much more of the plot. Right. So, like, if you go back and watch old trailers, like... Executive decision. Hands down. I've yeah, talked Steven about this Seagal. before. Yeah, you're right. He thinks Steven Seagal's in the whole movie. He dies five minutes in. Spoiler alert. Right. And then it's a Kurt Russell movie after that. Right. And Kurt Russell's <laughs> barely in the previews. Right. No, true. Very true. I mean, you're I mean, right. That changes, I think, from movie to movie. Because I know there's, like, some movies that, like, the entire plot's in the trailer. But no, that's what I'm saying. Is, like, anytime if you don't know what the story's about, like, if it's not based on a book or, or already an right. Avengers thing. Like, if it's an Avengers, if it's a Marvel superhero-based thing, you can just show a couple funny moments in one big action scene and people are going to want to see it. Done. Right. Nailed it. But, if, it. You, but if you're, like the story of Jane Doe, the train conductor. You have to you have to show people they want to see the story. Right. You have to you have to give away more of the plot. Yeah, right. That makes sense. That's true. Because you don't know who the actors are now yeah. and you don't know the story now. Because so now you're like, oh I do want to see that. You know, on the flip side, because okay, <clears throat> see like John Wayne. People would watch movies just because John Wayne was in it. Right. Well, John now, Wayne movie. Right now. Well now you fast forward to to nowadays and just because there's someone in one of these bigger movies doesn't necessarily mean you're whatever else watch. they do, you're gonna watch Scarlett Johansson. She's huge in the Marvel Universe. She does Ghost in the Shell. And people don't follow people her. don't really follow right. her too much. They follow the movie style yeah, I, and what's I, big right it's, now. It's more, of, it's more of like, oh, hey, that's Hawkeye. I remember him. Right, yeah. yeah. They don't, they're not following the actors anymore. Or like Chris Evans has done a couple of small movies. And those yeah. movies aren't blowing up. No. But, he, but he's also, I think, purposely doing small movies. Right, but you get what I'm saying. Where right. people, he's also directing. People aren't following necessarily the actor anymore as, as much as they are the character and the style of movie. I think you nailed is. that. I think that's 100% accurate. I think Unless it comes to comedy, because Seth Rogen's in something, someone's going to watch it. I, but think, you, I think it's kind of an exception, because I think com- comedians have this, a very specific style, and well, someone who likes a comedian is going to follow something right. that they're Well, and the help. exception to that is also, in order for you to know it's going to be funny... The people in it usually have to be funny. Right. So exactly. If, if you don't think those people are funny, you're not going to watch the movie. Exactly. It's a comedy. I'm about to pay twelve dollars to sit there and watch it plus snacks. They better be funny people. <laughs> I better laugh until I pee. Right. And spit my popcorn up. And then make someone else clean it when I leave the theater. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> people are gross, man. They are really gross. I worked <laughs> in the movie theater once, and it was the worst. I can't even imagine that. Like, like people just leave free movies. Ugh. Popcorn all over the floor. Soda right. all over the floor. Like my clothes literally. I, I feel like I smell like popcorn twenty four seven. Which shouldn't be a bad thing, but it is at that point. Yeah. No, it is. Too much of something is, is that's a like bad when, thing. That's like working in a pizza joint forever. I smelled like pizza. Like Your all car? through high school, I smelled my car smelled like pizza. I smelled like pizza. And like at first, you're like. All the ladies should be all over me because I smell like the greatest thing you on the planet. You haven't delivered pizza in a year and your car still smells like pizza. <laughs> That's just because there's actually pizza back there. Oh. <laughs> I just well, keep, that, a, keep a residual well, pizza. Well, that, <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, it's just a pizza sitting back there. Well, let's sit back, you guys. He's actually waiting for me to drop them off. Yeah. You guys sit back, <laughs> take a quick little break. We're going to jump out. Uh, when we get back, we're going to wrap things up Nerd Thug Radio style. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. 
Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. Hey, I know you're listening to the show. I know you heard it. I know you love it. It's Corey DLG. Just letting you know you can look at my pretty face all day on YouTube. Just search uh, Nerd Thug Radio. Joey Savage is there, and we even let Nico talk sometimes. Corey DLG, Nerd Thug Radio, YouTube. We out. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, ooh. The final segment of episode 60. Yeah, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Robot DLG. And um, yeah, so uh, tomorrow, podcast drops. Catch it. Yeah, yeah. Mentioned it several times. Okay, hand Nerdthugradio.com. I don't know what Nico's doing over there. It's kind of freaking me out. Hand signs? Hand signs. Dang. Also, be sure to check out the YouTube, our Hero Clicks, Bricks Clicks battle. Uh, the, the... No Bricks Clicks battle. That's something no, totally that, different. Oh, that's right. The Hero Clicks World Championship. That's what we're calling it. Um, the tournament is to its final match, which will be, which is already happened it will it will air in a later date where the world champion will the, be debuted and revealed the nerd thug radio world champion hero clicks world champion the nerd thug radio hero clicks world champion will be debuted and revealed and we'll probably <coughs> have to do some kind of interview or something yeah <coughs> probably will have to do some kind of inter- interview uh, it'll be fun we had a yeah we had a good time um right out there at space cadets our friend and sponsor uh over there recording uh the matches it looks pretty dope uh, we made a little ring if, for people who haven't seen like the photos, the social media and stuff. It's, it's, we did it's intro, cool, man. Yeah, we did it's intros cool. for every match. Uh, we're going to lay some sweet commentary over it. There's some music. Some promos are coming. We are really trying to build up our Nerd Thug Clicks League. The Nerd Thug Clicks Federation. That's what I'm going to call it. Nerd Thug Clicks Federation. Sounds, so, sounds N- great. T- NTCF. 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 It sounds like something that would get you in trouble if you didn't sit right in an airplane. Probably would. Put your ter- put your tray table up. The NTCF is coming. We are in the midst of um, doesn't it? Yeah, we're in the midst of planning uh, event number two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Hopefully, we get these videos edited up quickly so you guys can have them for, for your, your viewing, viewing pleasure. pleasure. Bada boom! Real guys in the room. Ooh. Nailed it. Viewing pleasure. Mm. So uh, off camera, off microphone, yep. and the break. Oh, you said you had something you wanted to talk about. I lied. I just want us to start the segment. Oh, okay. Well, um, no, um, rolling right along. I actually I saw a quote uh, from Mark Hamill, and it did it say? Hold on, I know what it said. What did it say? Did it say? Do you know what's wrong with these cons? Everything's really overpriced or underpriced. <laughs> no, and I hate that I heard that. Like that's gonna be the. You know how Louis Black does that bit where you hear a sentence and that's the thing that gives you a stroke later in life. Yeah. And uh, his was if it wasn't for that horse, I wouldn't have spent that year in college. Right. He says that's how you later have an aneurysm because you waste too much time trying to solve that sentence. Solve that riddle. That's my sentence. That is not really. That's my sentence. Sure. Everything is literally sure overpriced the, or underpriced. Sure, it's not the Black Cat Silver Sable movie. They're, they're... No, no. That, that's gonna be that. No, the existence of that movie. <laughs> Man. All right, so this Mark Hamill quote. Okay. Lay it on me. So the headline of this article read that Mark Hamill disagrees with everything his character Luke Skywalker does in The Last Jedi. That's the man right there. Luke Skywalker. Yes. So he disagrees with With everything. everything. So him personally as as a human being? So he's saying that, like, as an actor, the character choices his character made, he doesn't think his character would have made them. Really? So he's not happy with the writing? I, I suppose. Okay. Now, now, Mark Hamill probably isn't going to complain too hard about that because this is sort of, this and the Joker are the only two things this guy's got. 
this is basically what he's And this got. is his last hoorah, right? Like trickster. I mean this is his last hoorah. Um there's one more movie left in the in the trilogy of trilogies and after this you'll probably never see Mark Hamill on a thing on big screen again. Right, no, true. Um, guy. No doubt about I it. I don't feel bad for this guy. No, three different well. decades of Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. So basically um, what he's yeah, he's so he's, he's not happy with the I guess the way his character behaves in the movie, he feels like he's out of character for how he views Luke Skywalker. So my my first thought was, shut up, Mark. <laughs> um, but my second thought is, actors do this, and like you need them to get into yeah. character and kind of develop their own motivation so that they feel believable on screen. And I'm fine with that part. But I don't like when they feel like they own the character. Okay, so does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. So here's where I'm at on this. It's been since episode six to episode seven. There's been a tremendous amount of years. Yeah, what, 20 Mark, years? Mark like Hamill, you know, Luke Skywalker has, has gone gray. Some crazy stuff has happened. Like, I wonder if he doesn't know what his character has gone through. And he thinks, you know, I mean, 20 years is a long time. Right. A right. lot can happen to a character, a person in general. They can change. I mean, the person I am at 33 wasn't who I was at at 13. No, no. Um, and so I wonder if he knows that backstory. And knows what's happened to him. I mean, so I'm assuming they so gave him some kind of... I'm sure that was one of his... I'm a big actor, so these are my questions. Right. You know, if they say... Let's say he doesn't know what his character's gone through, then how can he really say how his character would act now? Or does he know what his character's gone through? It's like, oh, that's totally not what Luke Skywalker would do. Um. Also, yeah, see, I don't know. And he also had a see? quote... He also had a quote before that recently where he says he doesn't like how his character was handled in the last one. How he felt like in the seventh one... There should have been more of him. He, yeah. Well, they did. I mean, what are they going to well, be did. like? Oh man, I, I really hated how I stood on that rock. Well, well they did. They did record. <laughs> he he got. I mean, they, he did, got a lot they of money. did film a bunch of different scenes. And right. They cut it all. And well, he said that he feels like his connection to the Force should be strong enough that he would sense what's going on with Han Solo and the and the new Jedi people, and he should have he should have came to them. He should have ended his own exile to help them. Um, he feels like Luke Skywalker is so powerful as Jedi, he would have known Han Solo, spoiler alerts, dies. But even at the end of episode six, you don't really get the feeling that, that Luke is a really powerful Jedi. Like he's still got more to learn. He's still got more to learn, but I mean, right. the, the way they talk about him is he's supposed to be so powerful. Right. So, I mean... This ain't Legends. He's not strong anymore. When you when you leave episode six, where does he go to train to become as powerful as he thinks? You know what it is? He's got a big head. He just thinks... I mean, I love Star Wars. Right. I, I, like, I love the characters. But Mark Hamill just thinks that he knows better about Luke Skywalker. Right, and that's, that's the thing with these actors now is... I say these actors, but like... These I don't, guys. I don't like when they say, you know, when they start... This is the story. Like, it is right. what it is. No, definitely. So so you can't sit there and say, well, that's not what my character would do. That's fan fiction. Right. Well, you're not the creator. Like, that guy probably knows the character better than you. You're just reading scripts. You know, he's probably got into the character. I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't I don't know if he knows what's happened to his character in those 20 years. And so yeah, and I mean, if, maybe he's just if, basing if upon. If you want to put everything like together that we do know, it's like, obviously, like, he raised Kylo Ren. And there was obviously some traumatic event that left a lot of people dead. If he was such a powerful Jedi, how would he let Kylo Ren turn on him? Well, yeah. I mean, with great power comes great responsibility. That's Spider-Man. Oh. Not Star Wars. Does Spider-Man uh, have the Force? Right. Duh. Uh, He's a no, Jedi. He has no midichlorians in him. But, I, I don't know. I just don't like hearing quotes like that where actors feel like they know better than the characters. Right. Um, And they say... That's not what Superman would do. Right. 
Uh, you know, that's oh, not what Batman would do. There haven't there hasn't been twenty books and a thousand comic books about Luke Skywalker. Like, I feel like the right because if we can say anything right now, like what would Steve Rogers say about his Captain America character? Right? Would Chris Evans? I mean, would Chris Evans be like? Oh, Captain America would never join Hydra. Duh, 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 duh. Well, I mean, that's the way the story is written. Right. That, is, that story, it's not you. By the way, there's a twist going on in that. Have you right. have you heard any of it? Have I you have, read any of it? I have. I haven't read any of it, but I've been following the tweets. So this is early on in the miniseries, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling it. I still have a bunch of issues to go, but I think it's the cliffhanger for issue two or three. Two. They find out that possibly... There's another Steve Rogers. Well, that also, but they also find out that possibly the Allies lost World War II but found the cosmic cube, took it from the Red Skull back then, and used it to alter history so that the Allies win World War II. A lot of crazy stuff happening. Wild. That, I mean, that's kind of a cool twist. Yeah, that's a I great twist. Like what a twist. Well, what's cool is, they. so we'll just soapbox your own Captain America a little bit. Uh, the creators and the Grace writers have basically have, have come out and say that there's no turning back from this. There's no. not going to be this magical, you know... I mean, thing that happens that just there is turns, it's called a cosmic cube turns no the same like there's nothing going to be that's going to make Steve Rogers go back like, this is this Steve Rogers this is him now so how do you how do you get away from that and bring back Captain America the well, way okay America yeah yeah, yeah. what they be? what specifically what they said let me clarify that for you is they're saying that Hydra Captain America isn't a clone nope. or a duplicate or a robot or any of that it's not going to be undone by some magic or well they're not saying that they're saying this Captain America is Hydra right um and that's 100 percent yep. But what I, what I think they're going to get to is, this is they the, show the other Captain America at the very end. And I think this I think there's a there was a story about four years ago called Dimension Z, where Captain yeah, America I read gets, all that. where he gets stuck in the negative zone for like five years, but when he comes back, it's only been like ten minutes. Yeah, it was a great great, um, great storyline. So I think that is either going to parlay into it or this could still be ramifications from the Secret War stuff. Yeah, they're saying it could be the ultimate Steve Rogers, where there's been yeah there's been like this this multiple worlds and multiple universes and they were all on one planet for a second and then everyone who survived made it to one reality so it could be two captain americas right so no i, I definitely think it's a possibility i think what they're saying is that character who's captain america leading hydra is captain america he's not some generic no no no, no. i think what they're saying is that this guy isn't going to change right no yeah that's what i'm saying yeah he's not going to change like, right but that doesn't steve that rogers, doesn't mean he's our captain america no, that this, doesn't mean that this he's, steve right. rogers that has become the leader of hydra, hydra is not by some sort of magic or snapping your fingers, he's not going to reverse back to right. the Steve Rogers that we know. Right. So I think right now what they're implying is that there's now a second Steve Rogers. Yeah, There's two of them. There are two of them. Um, and then there were two. And then there were two. I, I think that's going to be a cool storyline. It was driving you crazy, but I think now you're hooked on it. Yeah, a little bit. Start reading more of it. Um, the thing I want to kind of touch on as we're getting out of here is... Uh, 30 seconds. Hero Clicks is doing the chases on this Avengers Defenders War of like some new characters. And one of them is a Captain America yeah. that is a female Sam Wilson Captain America from the Spider-Gwen universe. Uh-huh. I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool that the Spider-Gwen ongoing is still going on because Marvel doesn't like to do alternate dimensions, and they're they're doing ones that are ongoing now. And then on top of that, those characters are getting introduced in continuity, and people right, are right. loving them. Right, yeah, that's what's happening. Because she's a, she's a super soldier, Captain America, Steve Rogers type. Uh, but World War II pilot. But she's Sam Wilson, or a, a female version of Sam, Sam Wilson, Wilson right. instead of Steve Rogers. Not the Captain America, to be confused, that was Jessica Jones, Luke Cage's kid from the future. Right. Totally different one. Right. Yeah, and that, and that girl comes back with a shield, too. What were they calling her? Miss America, I think. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. If I'm not mistaken. No, because there is a Miss America. That, that other or girl's Captain Miss America. Amer Captain America? No, that's just America. 
Oh, uh, talking about the, the Latino girl with yeah. the portal power. Her name is just America. Just America. Oh, that's kind of America. America. That's my name now too. America. Our, our Corey, name is Nerd Thug Radio. My cousin's name. Nerd Thug Radio. No, America. Okay. <laughs> oh. Our uh, our name is Nerd Thug Radio. This has been episode sixty. We hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, if you missed any part of it, catch it tomorrow. The podcast will drop later today. You can see segment one on the YouTube. Uh, if you are itching for some uh, Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, for if, Nerd Thug Radio. If you are itching, though, uh, it's a rash. Sorry. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Corey hit him with that punchline. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Mm. Thanks for checking out this production on Old Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production. Produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747. <laughs>